Okay, we're back. It's another week of Long and Hard podcast coming at you. We, uh, we're doing another double header week here. First, starting us off this week is friend of the show, Eric Chang, marketing expert here in Edmonton, friend of ours, done some great work for both of us uh, collectively, individually in the past. Truly a really knowledgeable guy in the space, uh, does some fantastic work. Him and his team built a really solid I would call it a boutique marketing agency. I hope he doesn't take any offense to that because they're smaller, but they do some, uh, they put up some huge numbers for number of bodies and, you know, uh, <laughs> props for that. You know, they work with small businesses, uh, private companies, public public companies, everything in between sort of thing. They're doing some pretty cool shit. Oh, yeah, they do some awesome stuff. Check them out, uh, 12 Creative Co., uh, for frankly, for all your marketing needs, and just if you want to see some cool uh, artistic marketing, <laughs> uh, in all seriousness, uh, fantastic work. It was great to have him in studio. Uh, we had some great discussion. We got to kind of everything under the sun. We got a lot of his backstory and how he got started, which was really interesting. Uh, very good to get his perspective because Eric's a bit older than us, so he kind of joined the marketing space very early on in internet marketing days so interesting to get his take uh for anyone who's trying to grow any kind of business or personal brand or wants to improve your career or whatever we got some really good advice on a lot of marketing stuff specific in here uh overall fun conversation so uh here we go Uh. Uh uh-huh yeah uh uh-huh yeah uh-huh, yeah. Uh. Now, what y'all wanna do? Wanna be ballers, shot callers, brawlers, who be dipping in the bins with the spoilers. I'm not good at this like that. I'm not like a... We've been doing talk- it for the last well, like 20 years. I'm not, a, I'm not a talking guy, you know, like... Well, we don't really like to do like, we're here today with like, we just kind of yeah. talk and then yeah. once the conversation kind of naturally starts flowing, that's usually where we cut it in sort of thing and... Yeah. And then if if it, there's like moments that it don't work out, we just do we just stop and or we just keep rolling and then you cut those out? Just yeah, just keep rolling is yeah. basically yeah. it. Have so. you had do you cut out stuff that doesn't work out? I don't think out, we've or? ever cut anything. Very very little. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's kind of like there was one or t- there was one point, you know, it's actually funny because so there was actually one episode where we like um how do I describe this? It was almost funny for me to think about because what we did was, can you pull that table like three inches closer to you? But that way from that. Like that? Okay, I'll just, I'll just. There you go. Sometimes <laughs> it's better if you do it yourself. You know? <laughs> um, yeah, there's a life lesson. What was I saying? Uh, oh yeah, so I went to cut some audio just because like the conversation, it was sort of weird where like someone came back from the bathroom and we were sort of like laughing and it took a while to get going. So I kind of like just cut out this one section. Right. But the way I timed it, like you didn't hear a cut. Like it, it actually flowed well with the conversation. Which episode was this? It was with Dylan. But it was almost uh, like okay. it was almost like freaky where I listened to it after. I'm like, wow, how much can you like manipulate things to like make <laughs> well, we people cut, sound a certain <laughs> way, right? And we cut out like lots of questions. Sometimes people go on. One person starts talking about breastfeeding on set when where they're working, whatever, <laughs> and they're telling the story. But we just thought it was just too long for that, so we end up cutting it, and it just yeah. like flows. Yeah. People mm-hmm. cut so much shit. It's like oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah. It's like. Were you not doing that show recently, though? Which one? 12 TV. 
or last, you one kinda... I, last one I did was in March. Okay. So oh, okay. okay. I'm meaning to get back to it. Yeah. I mean to do a lot of things. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. we get busy and new projects come and play and things yeah. happen. We're having a baby right away too. So yeah, that's super exciting. Yeah, yeah. Tom was saying. Congrats. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that like any day now? Or uh, I think after this week they say any day, but it's three weeks yeah. away. Okay. Yeah. About, nice. About three weeks away, two and a half, three weeks away. Yeah. But my friend just had her baby like a week early. So yeah, I, you know. Be semi prepared, I guess. Well, congrats, man. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 What's uh, so like, what was the goal with that TV show just to spotlight like other self employed kind of people, or what was this? I don't know. I was thinking, yeah. I want to talk about business. Are we on or not on? Or we just we could be, we couldn't be. Okay, so we <laughs> might not be. <laughs> Are you rolling though? Yeah. yeah okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the other, <laughs> the whole TV was just like, uh, I wanted to just spot like business branding and marketing and get insight from other people in yeah. the industry or other people in mm-hmm. Edmonton or elsewhere that were um, doing something cool and building business, right? So we have some some people we have on the list that's coming up that we haven't really booked yet but mm-hmm. have been talks with already. So I'm looking to kind of bring that back mm-hmm. for sure while launching a podcast for more of a casual conversation, kind of like what you guys have. Nice. Mm-hmm. Unscripted, no questions, just like good conversation, mm-hmm. good stories and just get the highlights of what they're up with, you know. Yeah. their journey right yeah absolutely. where the other one is a little more business and marketing focused so mm-hmm. if someone was looking to get some good takeaways of what they could take to their own personal brand or their business mm-hmm. that's the one you would dive more into nice yeah yeah interesting i really like cool. what you're doing with the edmonton stuff like you just really focus on the edmonton yeah. people and like get those yeah. businesses out there and it's really cool to see if we rewind back to 2015 we launched uh, my partners and i for this it's called yegpeople.com i was okay. actually gonna ask you about that because i was looking yeah. at our old i i asked for your number again but i still had it i was looking at our old messages because i actually yeah. asked you i was looking at that site and there was like a specific photographer that i really liked his stuff oh, so like i okay. asked him for it so Nicholas, right? yeah 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 but then i forgot about that website altogether but i uh, kind of looked back at it it was pretty nice. cool but so, so we put that together in 15 i wanted to spotlight people in edmonton and yep. their stories from community leaders to entrepreneurs mm-hmm. to anybody just doing good in our in our city right right yeah and that was the whole thought process around that and we picked up some good steam had a launch party built up 10k followers that year oh, on wow. instagram nice. um and then life kind of got busy and yeah. our business got busy and my partners are a lawyer and engineer and they got busy in their work and the professional life and things mm-hmm. happened mm-hmm. and we kept thinking that we'd go back into it but only when we can roll out enough at the same time yeah um Mm-hmm. It's a, it was it was a side project uh, that again we want to kick up and yeah. a lot of people still ask me about it. We still get email subscribers almost daily nice. for it. Really? Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Um, huh. About every couple days or so. Yeah, yeah. yeah for uh, sure. So I think people are still looking for that. But that's really cool. Uh, what I liked about that was that stories were kind of timeless. We made them about the person, not about what you know what's going on. Yeah, today what's going on today? Yeah, yeah not the hottest restaurant in town or whatever that may yeah. be. Yeah. <laughs> that so might be close to town. Yeah, we yeah, wanted yeah. to. Yeah, we wanted to just have something so it could always be there. Nice. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think we were saying just before we started recording, like, the nice part about this and your 12 TV and, like, whatever is, like, it's kind of there forever, right? Like, stuff you put on the internet is there, yeah, it's there. forever. Yeah. For good or for better or for worse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, I, you're kind of preserving yourself in a way there. And in theory, like, you know, because if we just sat here and talked about current events too, too much, like... Yeah, that also dates it too, right? Right. So, Even a couple months yeah. down the road, it's like, yeah. oh, that's not applicable anymore. Yeah. But yeah. Like, did really you cool. ever think you'd have your own show? No. Uh, 
No, no, not really. No, and then even <laughs> like a few years ago, no, right? No, <laughs> Absolutely no. not. So, yeah. and then even like a few months ago, like, a, I don't know, I was kind of trying to think, like, there's obviously, like, podcasting is a trend, and like, it's good to try, and I think we're a touch ahead of the eight ball on that one, but there are other local people who were first to the punch, and like that, if anything, I mean, you inspired us, right? But then also I would say it made me realize it was like possible or there was some level of demand for it where like, yeah, people like to listen to and or watch this type of show, but like they also, there's a market for like it being more hyper-local as well. Right. Right. Which right. Is like Edmonton-centric. Yeah, kind of which is yeah. sort of what we're trying to do or where we kind of are at the moment, right? So, yeah, I mean, we yeah. use orange a lot, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's another podcast called the City of Champions podcast. Have you seen that? No, I haven't yeah. actually. And okay. it's uh, interviewing people in Edmonton as well. Nice. Yeah. And, uh, okay. I think more, actually, no, no, I was going to say business sense, but it's a little bit of everything too. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So there's a lot of good ones out there and being city focused is nice. You got a niche, you know. That's cool. Yeah. Niche following there. Yeah. I mean, there's us, there's, uh, you've heard Second Floor? Yes. Yeah, Second Floor yeah. as well. We went to school with those guys. Oh, so, cool. Yeah, yeah. Mikua. Yeah. Josh more so knows them than me, but... Uh, a little yeah. bit. I think it was because of the business faculty or whatever, yeah, but yeah. you were in business too, so... Yeah. But I also <laughs> was like, I was like classic... Uh, sorry, let me write this down before I forget it. <laughs> All good. <laughs> but what I like about this is that it's not that you have to be, you know, in front of the curve or behind the curve, whatever. It's, it's, never, it's never too late. No, 100%. And the more people doing it, it, it just brings more awareness to just media and marketing in general. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. think we it's really interesting and tell a lot of my clients this is we live in a time where we can just roll out our own TV show literally like right now. Mm-hmm. Or press record and create yeah. a show. 100%. Yeah. And then put it out to the world where mm-hmm. 10 years ago, 15 years ago, it'd be like a 100K budget, a, yeah. Yeah, a me- massive media limited. spend. We're looking at, you know, a few hundred yeah. K just to get, oh, well, now it's done by 20 minutes from now, you know? Yeah. 100%. Which is amazing. Yeah. 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 And even I was thinking, I said this to Josh, because, like, we made a few Wayne's World references in our <laughs> earlier episodes, which is why I have the DVD oh, right. sitting there as a little, <laughs> nice. little Easter egg for people. Yeah. But I literally, one day, I was like, Josh, we're literally Wayne's World. <laughs> and he's like, wait, what? And I'm like, think about it. Because they're, like, doing, like, their own show. It's on, like, public access cable or whatever. Yeah. And, like, just talking from, about r- from people. From his basement. From his basement, talking yeah. to random local people. and it, Or not random, but even so. And then it's like... Well, what is the 2019 version of public access cable? Well, I guess it's YouTube, Facebook, etc. Yeah, right? So, sure. yeah. And there's a, virtually no barriers, right? No so, barriers. Yeah. No. We had a, there's one. There's a niche for anything. Anything yeah. you want to create, there's someone who's going to want to follow that too. Right? So true. Yeah. 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 We that had a question in the office. So why the long and hard? podcast as a name <laughs> we're getting right? interviewed people are, people are like you know eric what are you going on? i'm going a long and hard podcast like, whoa what is this like, oh. <laughs> what's going on here so yeah, yeah. What's, what's, the, what's the backstory it here? gets the people going yeah <laughs> oh man we actually just got asked about this the other day so it's funny we, we did, it's man. actually so it's almost a good story in that there's not a huge story to it like it was very similar to like you know not to compare ourselves to Steve Jobs, but you know how like Steve Jobs <laughs> was like, hey, if you don't come up with a name by the end of the day, uh, like I'm just calling this company Apple. It right. was like, so I kind of proposed Josh uh, or proposed my idea for a show to him. And then, you know, because our intent was more entrepreneurship, very specific focus at, mm. at the start. It was. And then uh, it kind of evolved, which is good. But uh, I'm like, okay, we'll talk about this. And like, you know, like I don't want people to... Th- think we're taking ourselves 
too seriously at the same time. So I want it to be like a metaphor for life, but also kind of funny, maybe like a phallic reference, like long and hard or something. (laughs) I don't know. And then we had like pages and pages and pages of brainstorming going back and forth. And then it got to a point where I'm like, you know what, man? Like, let's just call it long and hard. Like, <laughs> he's like, okay. Because I think we iTunes the... accepts the name. It's all good. Yeah, no yeah, yeah, all, good with it. it's all good with it. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I think we even introduced the first episode by a different name too, and it yes. was right. Yeah, things yeah. can evolve, right? And maybe Absolutely. you niche down yeah. later on, yeah. or whatever that may be. So, yeah. So I know it's kind of goofy, but like to me now, I'm just used to the name A. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. And we get a few decent amount of compliments. Like it kind of sticks out, right? Like yeah. so. I don't know. Part of me, also when I was reading it before, or looking at it before, like maybe it's a term in terms of like, you guys are hard workers, entrepreneurs, like the hustle too, you know, yeah. you have to mm-hmm. go yeah. long hunt and everything, you know, it's, that's a model for life in a sense. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's what I thought. There's multiple, yeah. multiple, yeah. There's multiple ways to look like at it, right? It works yeah. in a lot of different ways. Yeah, there's yeah. multiple innuendos within oh, it. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah, good and bad, I guess, right? So, <laughs> so yeah. So that's kind of where it was, and then, yeah. yeah. So. Awesome. What's a what's a game plan for it? Like a uh, long run, just keep it going. Conversation, keep it going, see yeah. what happens. It's kind of our mantra, right? Episode like, a week, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, type of thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, we. Uh, I love the consistency. A lot of people do see, this, and drop off, and do this, you, drop off. Yeah, that's our thing. And like, I remember actually, it was funny. Right around the time we were starting a different entrepreneur podcast, quite a bit larger, that we follow, happened to be discussing it, something similar at the same time, right? And they're talking about podcasts and like only X percent make it past five episodes and some don't even record their first episode or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. We're I like to think we're kind of the type who will, like, uh, like, we know, like, some, in life, in business, whatever, it's going to be a grind. Like, it's not going to be a hit from day one usually, mm-hmm. right? Or It's mostly showing up for the first year. 100, yeah, right? I hear and 100, then, 150, yeah. a lot yeah. of people say. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like Lewis Howell says, like hundreds, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. School yeah. of Greatness. Yeah, yeah. 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 it's a good podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so I don't know. Just kind of, and we're we've always <clears> been <throat> the type who's willing to like, like just do it, take the action, and consistently do it. Yeah. I like to think, right? So long and um, hard. Yeah, you as well. Exactly. Right. So, <laughs> and I don't know. Like I, I enjoy it. I get. I we get quite a bit out of it. To it's be honest, yeah. like even if it goes nowhere, the conversations that we have, yeah grow us as people right? yeah and that's exactly. kind of how i look at it yeah that we we had i mean i never if, thought it'd be in your basement but here yeah, we are exactly, <laughs> right? so yeah. i mean maybe we'll find some studio space but i mean there's also like the a lesson there in that it's, it's not bad it's no not bad it's not. at all and then uh character yeah like bootstrapping it a little bit too where like okay it's not perfect but it doesn't really cost anything to be here right so yeah no yeah yeah i think the statistic is like for every or is it 90% of podcasts don't make it past episode 13? Mm. I think oh, it's the statistic. statistic. Yeah. I think it's okay. the statistic. Yeah. So it's, huh. we're on episode, I don't know, 20, 21 maybe? Like, we're, we're, the, this week will, by the time this is released, we'll probably be on like 23-ish or so. Right? So there you so, go. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. We so, made it. You made it, yeah. kind of. <laughs> I mean, we're getting to like half a year when you think about it, right? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Which is kind of wild because it feels like we like just started doing this too. So, yeah. And then, I don't know, I'm always like when I kind of get going about it, I'm like, like imagine if we do it for like two years straight, like what it will, could, whatever become mm-hmm. 100%. or nothing. It could just be like a whatever show. And it's like, ah, oh, it gives us something to do oh, every yeah. Monday night. So then you'll have a hundred episodes down and you'll it'll be yeah, nice. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's just cool to have, yeah, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So I'll be unemployable everywhere. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Good thing we're self-employed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Awesome. Yeah. I like what you guys are up to. It's good. Yeah, yeah. thank you. Even like, when you first posted, like, oh, these guys are doing something different, you know? And I yeah. comment yeah. on it or whatever. And like, yeah, no, like, you did. Yeah. You reached out, and I really appreciate that, for yeah. sure. So, yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, what about... Uh, yeah, oh, shit, I totally lost my train of thought there for <laughs> a minute, but... Uh, Sometimes happen. Do you want me to continue to interview you guys? Or? No, no, no. It's <laughs> funny how you turn that around. Oh, I was going to say, because uh, last week we had two people on, uh, or well, we had three, we did three last week just to like kind of get ahead of schedule sort of thing. And two of them were like, well, I mean, I always come out of the conversation with something, but two of them were very intense people. Uh, one was like a very intense guy in terms of like his like work ethic for work. And one was like, had done like bodybuilding stuff in the past. So like just kind of hearing their mindset on a lot of things and the take on it i come out of it and i'm like oh my god i need to like kick my own ass and like really go to <laughs> right. the gym here and you know the, like wake up earlier tomorrow and stuff so yeah i don't know and i get something out of it at the bare minimum so yeah dare we say inspiration or whatever yeah which is kind so. of a i think a maybe a gross word that i try to stay away from in a way <laughs> it's a real and then thing, it's man. it's almost like educate cheesy yeah. right yeah yeah Educ- but you know what people are looking for inspiration though yeah exactly but i also think doing like just pure fluff jump around woo 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 like inspiration like i don't know that's not but i I don't think it's like that though i feel that they just live it and they come i mean that's just the energy they put out yeah for sure so you're sitting there in a room with them you're talking about whatever it is and then all of a sudden you're like ah what is that feeling i'm getting it's like I guess it's inspiration. I don't really have, yeah. for lack of better terms. Some people just put out that positive energy all the time. I know people mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. yeah. And they always say what you put out is kind of what you get back in, right? Mm-hmm. And that's just what you live in, in, you know, in that area, right? So oh, I'm very much into that. So yeah. And I see that with a lot of people and they become successful mm-hmm. organically mm-hmm. without wanting to just because of the network they build and, and the, whatever they put out to the world, right? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's a lot to being like a pleasant person to be around sort of thing right like he like it doesn't cost you anything to be a nice guy right and like you know yeah energy is kind of contagious right and like it's surprisingly simple how far you can go in life by just being like fun friendly guy a happy person a happy happy person person. yeah Yeah. absolutely and you can kind of transfer that energy to people right and like zig ziglar sales (laughs) is the transfer of emotion right so like yeah you know no, it's all, I believe it's all it. how you frame For it. Sure. Right? So, yeah. mm, absolutely. Yeah. You know, it was funny though, going back to Yeg people or whatever. Yeah. I was kind of thinking as I like read our old text there and like uh, sort of looked at the website, but it's funny. I And maybe you can relate to this, but I always find for me, like, because I get, I, and Josh can attest to this, like, I kind of get random ideas for like a project or something. It will be like, oh, we should do this and this and this. And then like day to day life sort of gets in the way or whatever you kind of like oh maybe i shouldn't focus on that and then i always find like doing that like extra level of marketing especially in because a lot of that comes down to like content and stuff right mm-hmm. like it's very easy to do that and plan for it when you're not busy and then all of but a then you get busy. super super busy <laughs> and you you have no time to do it and like for me like i find like when i'm posting a lot about my real estate stuff it's Perhaps because I'm not extremely busy because I have lots of time to like think about it, plan it, etc. Mm-hmm. And then like, uh, and I've talked about <laughs> this with you before, where like yeah. I go out to meetings or like go do whatever, and then I like think I'm like, oh, this would be great to do some pictures or a video or whatever. And then I finish the meeting, you're like, I 
forgot. Yeah, about like, shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it happens so. to us all the time, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. I feel like it has to be, and I'm guilty, hundred percent guilty of this. And we have a team of people, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'll get busy. Yeah, and there's so much projects and things I want to do, even my own social and for our company and the side projects we do. Yep. Um, you have to be intentional about putting it into a schedule. Like you mm-hmm. just said, you hammered out three last week, these podcasts and me four in one week period. That's amazing. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you're intentional about it. You put it in schedule. You sent me, Hey, you want this, Eric? You got to be here by this time. And make this happen. You know, there's not like, so one's good for you. Oh, I'll look back. You know, you make it happen. And it's, yeah. you make it a priority and mm-hmm. that's what's mm-hmm. important. So if you put posting on social or creating content as a part of your schedule and like notch out some time in the day that this is between, 10 and 11 every day this is what i'm going to focus on yeah and this yeah. is the marketing biz part of my business right yeah as a realtor and this is the time i work on marketing maybe it's twice a week from 10 to whatever mm-hmm. then it becomes then you get it done yeah so yeah. No, that's be part point. of the schedule that's a good point yeah. yeah and i think that's even good for like because some people are more naturally inclined to social media right yeah especially like there's lots of people who sort of were just on social media for like fun in the past you know seven or eight years however long it's been around yeah grew their followings and then started doing something where yeah. like it was already like part of them yeah. versus us we have to like at least you and i oh, i definitely for have sure, to make an effort have to like after. actively think about it like yeah. it's not it's kind of not a natural inclination for yeah. me yeah. at least right yeah. so sometimes so I think, really yeah. good at being behind the camera or yeah out oh, stories sure. live all the time yeah 100 yeah. percent. but yeah. then i also like so i don't want to name drop or anything but there was like I, I laughed so hard at this. There was someone who was fairly prominent on social media who was, like, at an event. I saw another social media person at the event, and I was watching this person's story. And this person who, like, is very good at social media and stuff, you have to go, like, so far out of your way. Because it was kind of this, like, it was not quite a runway or something, but there was sort of, like, a, a divided crowd with, like, you know, watching his tell us the or whatever event. it was. Yeah, tell us the I event. I think it was like a fashion thing, right? <laughs> okay. So then, and then. Tell the, us who it was. But, <laughs> this is killing the first and last name. But, anyways, yeah. so that this person, like, you know, clearly you're supposed to kind of be behind the line and watching this thing and blah, blah, blah. And they, like, went, like, it was so funny to watch because you can clearly tell it's them and they walk like way out in the middle like borderline ruining the event for everyone else to like take their own story sort of thing i have a story so, about this too yeah i have a buddy that's living in vancouver and uh works in an office building or whatever there's this parking garage right in his view view line right every single day he takes a photo of these people that are out there on the like the top floor of the parking garage doing their instagram photos yeah. or whatever and he's just he's loving it but but to that point, uh, the Rice Howard Parkade or whatever it is, like the new one, okay, or maybe it's an old one, but it's a parkade downtown where people do those. Sort is that of the shoots. one like right by the Ultima? Does it have the circle in there where it like spins up? Yes. So not the Ultima one. Okay. It's a different one. Yeah. It's further east. Okay. It's an old uh, one. Yeah, okay. it's old. It's okay. old one. But whoever is in charge of that is very clever because it's a parkade and they have an Instagram account with thousands of followers. Really? Yeah. yeah we like, actually, a long time ago, yeah. we took some photos for a run club that I was part of. Yeah. We okay. kicked out of that, that parkade by the security. Like, get out of here, guys. No you know? way. Uh, no yeah, way. So maybe they turned it and made it a bit. Yeah, jumping on a trend. It's a good marketing. Yeah. Here's the funny thing. It's like a lot of people are making content for the sake of making content or mm-hmm. to feel good about themselves or to get likes 
mm-hmm. and we see that Instagram is kind of taking that away now, mm-hmm. right? So they took the likes yeah, away. Really, They're testing actually, that. As so, a guy who has a lot more marketing knowledge than us, what do you think of what's that, your take? and what will be the outcomes? It's, it's a mental health thing. I think. Okay. Yeah, people are too addicted to the amount of likes, and mm-hmm. it, it really affects some people. You know. Yeah. And yeah. I think we, um, I think I'm much older than you guys, but the, and the younger generation teenagers, that they like live on mm-hmm. their popularity and how many likes they get. And now their heart's broken because that one photo of them didn't get X amount. Uh, mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. it turns into, well, I better show a little more skin or do something crazy, like take a photo off the side of a roof to get uh, more attention. Yeah. That could... So it becomes a mental health issue. And I, mm-hmm. I like that they kind of took... I, well, I do like they took away the likes because they... You know, it shouldn't be about that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not a popularity. Yeah. It is, you know, it is, it but, is, it, but isn't. it isn't. Yeah. It, it is, yeah. but we should like. Just because your photo has ten thousand likes, shouldn't mean I should jump on that as well. I should enjoy your content mm-hmm. for me enjoying yeah. your content, mm-hmm. so which is I, what Instagram yeah. says is the goal of this, right? Hundred so, percent. Yeah. yeah, and to also potentially increase the quality of content. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, hmm. I think it does affect that this next generation coming up, yeah. and you mm-hmm. don't want them to fall into. Yeah. I mean, th- there's that. definitely, I think there was an article that came out recently that said something about, like, the amount, because uh, our generation was more like, video games are so bad for you and stuff, Yeah. but they've basically proven that social media, like, the negatives that it does for you health-wise and stuff, is just a hundredfold worse yeah. than, like, playing Halo 3 all the time would have done, right? Video so. games became a good thing, you yeah. know, that there's esports leagues everywhere and yeah, yeah. scholarships to universities for yeah. esports oh, there is that wow yeah, that's crazy um, yeah. we've had some people talking to us and telling us that uh, high schools are now promoting esports within there to build high school teams for esports damn pretty talking crazy, like, not man. join the football team but join the esports team at high school All right. Fuck, man. this is a thing <laughs> if my high school had a Halo 3 team I would yeah. have been like the most popular kid <laughs> so yeah, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, like, I was watching TV uh, a couple weeks ago on a Saturday afternoon, and usually now it's kind of in between season of sports, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, you'd be like football or whatever in the afternoon, right? Or some kind of tournament, or golf, or golf or, or tennis, right? Yeah, yeah. It's an esports league tournament on ABC. And so it's, really it's straight fun. up like, you know, this is like the finals. Like, like it'd be like NCAA championships. You know, yeah. it's yeah. crazy. And there's so much money that goes into those events. Millions. Oh, yeah. yeah there's pretty, millions, pretty, millions, there's some pretty too. rich people that are buying esports yeah. teams. And I actually, that's something I've kind of thought of where, like, you know, for me, it's something like I don't really play video games anymore or anything but it's something like i definitely maybe enjoyed growing up and it's like <laughs> bro well yeah. it's like how to maybe you, know, you really threw yourself in into this, it. yeah in this day and age where it's like make money doing what you like yeah. or whatever or it's kind of like that low barriers to entry mm-hmm. and stuff it's like hey how do i get into space that space that's yeah, one that's gonna do interest me yeah. i wanted to just circle back to our last question yeah. about instagram and then yeah, yeah yeah it's like the kid that gets picked last in you know when you're in a yeah, football yeah, sport, yeah. Or like Whatever Dodge you play ball, a reset, whatever, whatever yeah. that may be, and you don't feel good about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think now, and I'm not that kid, but you know, all the kids in class have their social media following, and then now you're there's one guy or girl who has the least followers, and then yeah. now they look upon them differently. I, that could be a thing, right? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. or, or it's, it's even that at scale. I think. Yeah, right? you could one could say. So, so yeah. yeah, yeah, I think huh. the it has to be controlled to a certain absolutely. Extent. Yeah. yeah. So then, do you think? Because you probably have more insight into this, like, uh, for, like, let's call it, you know, dirty word coming up, influencer side of things. That's a dirty word? <laughs> I don't know. I think it's, like, almost a, like, it's a cliche, but it's important at the yeah. same time. Where, like, 
you know, if I'm a company and I want to hire some influencers, how do I now see their numbers of like their engagement? How many yeah, we were followers, this. likes and stuff. I mean, you can still see followers, but how many likes they get, you know, how do I gauge if those are real followers and stuff or if yeah. they just, you know, does do, their message align with your brand is what it is. I think you think so. That's I think so. versus the number of sheer likes, I guess, sort of thing. Yeah. 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 Cause I think it was previously about engagement and like, mm-hmm. you know, there's fake engagement. reach, right? Yeah. 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 I so, guess there is. There's yeah. lots of fake engagement. Yeah. yeah. So true, hey? Yeah. Yeah. There's, um, they call them pods where people just engage on each other's things just to get the algorithm kind to pick you up. Get it thinking. Yeah, get yeah. it thinking and getting yeah. more, then you can get on the explore page or getting more likes, right. whichever the case is. So there's tricks around it that people mm. are doing. So the game, the game is not even real, right? So, yeah. Hmm. And companies are paying these influencers, you know, we're talking lots of money, thousands yeah. and thousands for a post, right? Yeah. You know, Depending up to a million even, is, right? Yeah. And, yeah. um, could so it's the be, could not be real. Yeah. So is the game worth playing? I think if it works for you, and we're talking about like buying info, buying. No, I'm what talking. Do you, no, what no. do you mean? Like the trying whole, to grow a following. Yeah, trying to grow a following. He's asking. Yeah. The thing is, it's not. You got to do it not to grow a following. Right. Right. To do yeah, it that's... for you. Gotcha. You know, what well, sense, right? I mean, yeah. So it's kind of like do the podcast get it out there yeah, yeah. it's maybe not, the following comes type yeah of thing. like do it yeah because you enjoy it because you if enjoy it has it. a purpose but not to be famous gotcha yeah right yeah. so which yeah. i'm pretty sure is what our goals were so anyways. i wanted to become famous too. oh yes. yeah same so but people do it, it, it you we also okay so you do it for the marketing too mm-hmm. right right yeah, so yeah. Or for businesses as a personal brand or a business or mm-hmm. being a real estate agent building your personal brand is important i'm sure Ryan Searhan gets more listings and his team gets more listings than others in New York that don't have that kind of following. True. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah. 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 So I think he did a really good job and I follow him quite a bit too. So yeah. it's like his show, uh, Million Dollar Listing, yeah. didn't get him listings, right? No one called and yeah. was like, hey, you're selling yeah. TV. Can you list my... It's, yeah. it's the the vlog he does and mm-hmm. the social media following he does yeah. and all that other I, stuff. Yeah. yeah. He does that better than the other two guys or three guys that yeah are on that show well that's sure. where i think uh because yeah that's it was definitely a smart move to like get on that and then just kind of get it to like a scale sort yeah. of thing right Write and then book, get that out there in yeah. theory you pay your full-time video guy like you know like i don't know what like 60 grand a year to follow you around all day 80 grand at us like i have no idea but like know. the cost of that versus like media spend that he TV would buy show? yeah exactly yeah. exactly or if he would to be buying billboards all across new york city oh yeah, yeah. right yeah. and me is that you know it's it's much less to create your own show and now that's there forever as well mm-hmm. yeah, so, yeah and but, he even said which i thought was smart was because youtube is like a generation even younger than us who's really on youtube mm-hmm. and uh he's kind of like well these people are going to be buying a home eventually right so like how do i stay in front of that like it's also like a 10 15 year plan i heard him say one time which i thought was pretty and we always think about that for our clients people are looking you know we're looking for the 25 year old the 30 year old to buy something i'm like no we have to hit them when they're 18 when they're 16 Uh, right yeah because then we build the brand and when it it comes time to let's say buy a home just exactly for our home builder clients right Mm -hmm. they're looking for the higher demographic young family right no but if you get them when they're like younger when it comes time to buy a home that's the name they're thinking about right Mm -hmm. so it's a long it's always a long-term play yeah most definitely Are there any like newer platforms that you guys are really hammering on or is it interested in or yeah um at this point no mostly just instagram facebook that we're yeah you know we're mostly interested in for our for our clients cool. right yeah um no twitch 
Ooh, Twitch. Twitch is interesting though. Twitch yeah. is huge. Yeah. Our yeah. Uh, our developer in house is uh, also a gamer. He was okay. a pro gamer at one point, or is still a pro gamer. Yeah. And yeah. he has a Twitch following, and he's on Twitch, right? Nice. Hmm. Okay. So yeah, there's tons of advertising opportunities on Twitch. You can yeah. imagine like uh, food delivery or whatever that mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, you kind of have to like find something that combines too, yeah. right? The good so. part about all these things is that it's all niche, you know, so you can, yeah. Yeah, find your... You find your thing. Yeah, your uh, unicycle... What did we say in the previous episode? Your unicycling, bear juggling, where you're good at like three things. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't remember exactly <laughs> bringing them all together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But talking about like getting things started, you own a company. Yeah. yeah. How did you get it all started? Like where did you begin with it? What's your background? If I may interrupt a question all about you we're going to take a two-second break and then Perfect. get into uh, mispronouncing your I just, last name I wrong just eric or, or josh no whatever I, your name is <laughs> whatever my name is yeah, yeah I, i've i pronounced it blaze and my aunt was like so are you going by blaze now and i was like that's just how people know me man oh i was about to say like everyone knows you as josh blaze like, yeah mo- i think most people know it's correctly pronounced blaze but, like, but they just do it anyway people just say blaze yeah. like, but you so, also say blaze so Sometimes. Yeah. Depends yeah. on how I'm feeling. Day by day, you know. I can yeah. be two people at once. That's, that's kind of my, yeah. my mentality. So anyways, we were asking you how you started out. Yeah. With uh, your... Yeah, like, thing. you started, you were telling me five or six years ago, you were saying... Yeah, I can rewind a little to a backstory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's, um, let's do the whole backstory. I love super it. Super backstory. <laughs> yeah. I moved out to Vancouver when I was young. Uh, took an internship uh, for free. Downtown Vancouver sweet job yep. at a web hosting company we're talking early 2000s I'm dating myself okay um, to be a web designer I thought I'd have an awesome fun career yep huh. you know or look, you know I'm young I'm 18 I'm like oh I'm in Vancouver I'm gonna have this awesome corporate job downtown Vancouver sure uh, three months no pay it's living in Vancouver um, was still expensive then still expensive then not as crazy <laughs> as now but still much more than Edmonton was yeah, right yeah. and they decided not to move forward with that department so oh, okay so was out of a job, was uh, looking for jobs, which I thought would be great because there's so much more jobs there than here at that time, right? Mm-hmm. But there's also so many more people. Mm-hmm. So there's not any more people that are coming from out of town in Canada, but people from around the world who are now in Vancouver yeah. and willing to work for nothing or whatever. So it's quite competitive. I ended up working at a used car dealership, actually, and which was kind of fun at the same time. Great yeah. small crew of people. Yeah. Um, Pay was eight hundred dollars a month, if I remember. Yeah. So think about surviving there eight hundred dollars a month. Yeah. But I'd make commission if I sold cars at the same time. So I'd be updating websites, creating their websites, creating all their online ads. Very rudimentary at the time. This yep. is a long yeah. time ago. Yeah. But you probably have been like ahead of the curve even then too. I think so Do a little we, bit. Yeah. 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 What would they have been doing? Like AdWords then, or like what? Not even. Like, what like would it updating have been? their. Maybe Auto Trader was very early at the time. Oh, okay. Yeah. Updated yeah. their own. We created or I created with somebody a custom database that uploaded their uh, pre-owned inventory onto their website. Okay. Which was crazy already back then. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And wow. I was like, oh, this is gonna be awesome. Uh, yeah. But selling cars um, at the same time, which is great. Like I like selling. I, I ended up enjoying talking to people a mm-hmm. lot, which mm-hmm. was great. I think for skills that I need today, right? Yeah. As you both are in that world, so yeah. Um, so did that for a few years, great people, still talk to them now, uh, came back to Edmonton to help my friend with the business he was starting up. It was a painting company and helping with the operations side of things while still doing my thing. So while I was doing that, I kicked off doing my freelance 
web design company yep. um, on my own. Um, and that was fun. I was huh. working on that. Uh, at that time, moved back home from being in Vancouver, so I was able to try to do my venture. Mm-hmm. Um, a company called Rayacom uh, found me. They were small at the time. One location, that one, four I, or five people. I've heard of them, yeah. Anyways, yeah, um, print just print company, and we um, they wanted me to do web design with them for them, and I was like, no, I'm doing my own thing. I'm happy with my freedom, and yeah, you know, this was before like working from home was even a thing, right? But it was was awesome, right? Yeah, Um, and I was trying to run my own business, Um, but then I realized that without having worked at a business in this kind of field before, it'd be tough to learn on my own. So they offered me actually a sales and marketing with potential to kind of be a GM type role mm-hmm. and it was a growing company and it was still in line with kind of what I liked which was design and sales and marketing mm-hmm. uh, the medium was just print marketing versus online you know for me so I said you know what I'm going to take a step back I'm going to mm-hmm. dive into this so I ended up being there for seven years we grew it from one location to multiple locations in Edmonton yep. I think there's three now Pretty big uh, and then across Canada as well too so we ended up mm. franchising it and uh, that dove me into a world of uh, franchising nice. mm. uh, which is fun so I ended up uh, running that for a while became a like, marketing manager there after I was done doing the franchising stuff and uh, I decided to jump from there awesome crew of friends I'm still friends with now uh, into the frozen yogurt world so hmm. uh, interesting. I yeah. stepped away from that. I still was knowing my end goals to be where I'm at right now mm-hmm. and running my own creative marketing agency. Yep. Mm-hmm. But there was an opportunity to partner with a, a frozen yogurt company, Tutti Fruity Frozen Yogurt, and yep. um, grow that company. And while still doing marketing, so I was, I was. They hired me as a marketing consultant and as a company to take care of their marketing across Canada. Mm-hmm. So I was still doing that, and um, while also helping them with franchise sales and being a little more involved on their operations and, nice. and management side. We took that really? from four locations to 30, yeah. actually, wow. which was pretty cool. Got to travel yeah. across Canada a little bit and yeah. learn the business side of things and also open my own store in West Ed with the the, the people who had the master franchise. Oh, nice. So that was kind of the oh. the exciting part of the opportunity. You get to, we're going to hire you as a the marketing company, which was yeah. great, the yeah. big contract, and also there's an opportunity to partner in this retail store, right? Nice. I was like, you know what? I love uh, desserts and sweets. <laughs> I'm going to try this out, right? Yeah, yeah. So, and I thought it was just a good experience, right? Are you still involved? In no. That or? No. And the funny part is of that, I was still, like, is it still there? I, no, I don't think so. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so they were 30, and then they, it was kind of like a, you know, craze oh, for a while, and they, uh, they slowed down. I think they ended up selling their their rights to the master, but I had stepped away from at that time. So we grew our store. We ended up selling our store. Uh, I liked it at the time because uh, I started working one of my first jobs other than my parents' restaurant, like every Asian kid, um, <laughs> work, working at the mall at Buffalo uh, was one of my first job like the jeans the jeans yeah yeah, yeah. and then huh. and then the retail store there so I was like you know how cool is that i circle back and now i have my own store in west end right <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It comes so, totally full yeah, yeah so you know That's i awesome. wanted to just kind of check that off my list you know nice um so we ended up doing that and uh at the same time, while building, building my, we were like consultancy at the time, right? I started growing my team. That's like where we where we met initially as yeah, well. Yeah. Um, and two, three years ago, well, two and a half years ago, we decided to, uh, as we our team grew and as we took on more clients, 
I decided to rebrand it. We decided to rebrand it as 12 Creative. Yeah. Uh, moving forward from then, we're now a team of seven and continuing to grow. And there's some super fun stuff in the works. So. That's Sweet. awesome, man. So that's the whole backstory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's how I got started. I guess um, as we took on a few clients and um, met more people, more people came to us. And it just naturally evolved into uh, the what business. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So, huh. so you, have, you don't really have like a schooling background in uh, like computer science oh, or anything so like I, that? Oh, so just rewind a little yeah, past okay. before yeah, Vancouver. Got, yeah. Uh, after high school, I uh, took like, there was a, it was a trend of taking private computer college courses. Okay. Yeah. And I knew I wanted to dive into web design and programming. So yep. I did take uh, programming web design school for one huh. year. Um, and then I ended up focusing on design versus more of the gotcha. computer programming okay. side of yeah, things. Really cool. Yeah. Were, yeah. were you like when you were in high school or younger or teenager or whatever, were you like designing websites yourself at that point or kind of just in high school? In I was able to design like flyers for small companies and yeah. other things like online huh. platforms Yeah, and just design websites for fun. Yeah. And hmm. they would give that as high school credit back then. Okay. Oh, no shit. Oh, I, that's awesome. Tons of credit. Probably so, passed just because I was able, here's some flyers design. Okay. Credit. It's like, this yeah, is yeah. awesome. Right. Yeah. yeah. So the world has changed a lot. So that would have been like, HTML, CSS. Not even CSS, just like HTML. Like, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Nice. <laughs> yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. So, yeah, like I was always, uh, I was always super interested in design and, yep. and, and the online aspect of design, right? So, it's mm-hmm. really cool. So, yeah. what frameworks do you guys use today, if you don't mind me WordPress. asking? WordPress. WordPress. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We custom build everything around WordPress gotcha. for websites now. Really cool. Yeah. yeah. We yeah. kind of had our foray into that. And... Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I think for me, like, I don't know, there was kind of a point of critical mass where you need, either need to really learn it when it comes to WordPress or like I found like apps or some Page site. builders. Page, page yeah. builders. Squarespace, yeah, Wix. Yeah. 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 Pages. Yeah. 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 They've caught up so much where like for me to get the specialized knowledge, it just didn't make sense anymore. Yeah. But, it, you know, I'm semi-coherent in yeah. WordPress and stuff. Yeah. So. And I'm fully self-taught programmer. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. That's like, cool. Yeah. So I got into like Python and stuff when I was, I guess, three years ago now. Wow. I was trading and I was like, I don't want to sit here eight hours a day. So maybe I'll like code something to like make it work. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know a, a lick of Python. Yeah. And I was like, oh, see where it takes me. So, <laughs> yeah. As things evolve, it's becoming more and more easier for everybody Super to pick true. up like, you know, web apps or any like yeah. Yeah. builders, things like yeah. that yeah. too, which, which like, is great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it like reduces the barrier to entry for a lot of people. So you can kind mm. of get something out there. Yeah. But I feel that the like the design and stuff, you need like yeah. agency to do that sort of thing. We merge the business and the design and knowing the customer all together. Yeah. Right? Anybody can build a web page quick on Squarespace. So true. Mm-hmm. Places, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. But we really, we hone in the needs of what their clients are. Mm-hmm. And we understand what their business needs. And we're able to take that and put into. Well, it's like online. overall branding. Right, like yeah. it's, it's not just yeah. design, or it's not just this. It's yeah. like the whole it's thing, everything. right? So, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, no, I agree, and that's something I really like, because you know, we like we obviously did branding work together with yeah. you, and yeah. like I really like that, and I still have sort of like used bits and pieces of it, as you've seen, because I recently had Eric do some stuff for me. But now I'm realizing the more I look at like, even to go back to Ryan Serhant and like how clean his website is, the brand's cohesive, the font throughout, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And, like, for me personally, like, my stuff is kind of, like, all piecemeal together where, like, like it works. Like, I st- I get clients, I sell homes, blah, blah, blah. But I'd like to, like, get it back to, like, a nice, 
together thing. And I, I think there's an importance to that, especially like everything from website to your listing presentation folders to like your lawn sign, just to go into the real estate agent. Yeah. So it's all like one straight one, line. One. Yeah. yeah What's one, important is that people recognize it as well. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Definitely. So, yeah. So we might be in touch later this year. But <laughs> cool. Anyway. Yeah. I was just going to say, there's people that get paid a lot of money to do the UI, UX design yeah. for sure. For, oh, for sure. Yeah. For any of these things. So Cool. And we're diving into a bunch of cool things too. Uh, we're involved with a company called skillstrader.com. Okay. Uh, hmm. And they're, I want to say the LinkedIn for the trades, what they're kind of building into. Cool. Oh, okay. Um, as a student, you sign up. You punch in your information. You fill in the blanks of what education you have, mm-hmm. and not as a student, any at any point in time. Mm-hmm. Uh, a good friend of mine, Fatty, is the creator of it. He had some body shops, and he was seeing that there was troubles of finding a per, a good auto body tech. That they would put an ad out, people come to interview, and they were just not good or didn't. Yeah, he had a home painter come apply for it. He said, oh, it's a painting. Like, no, you got to be like a certified auto body oh, painter, wow. right? Yeah. So what he did was created SkillsTrader.com to. Um, to uh, fulfill that need, right? So people could put their score. Well, people though, people would put their education, what what they do, or what mm-hmm. their certifications are. Yeah. And he built an algorithm to pump out the score of what that person's at. Interesting. And not necessarily mean you're a higher score, which is great. You're better and you're more educated. You have more years experience and yeah. you get your mm-hmm. ticket and all that stuff. But employers not always looking for the most educated people because they're looking to get entry level guys to get the job done because they're super busy. Right. So that employers can find people at different levels. Students or people at all levels can up put, go in there, fill in information, get their score, but also upgrade education. All the education platforms are going to be right in there, and they have partners like 3M um, who are putting their certifications right in there. Yeah. You're in okay. there, yeah, yeah, and you're yeah. able to take the course and then now upgrade your education. So in the olden days, people huh. sign up as a skills person and work in an auto body shop, and now 20 years later, they're like, oh, I'm still here. Yep. Now we're trying to tell people that you can continue your education and they have a score, so it kind of motivates them to edu- get more educated. And if you take these certifications, your dollar per hour rate pay goes up to this level. So it's good for everybody. Hmm. Um, That's really yeah. interesting. And a secondary project we're working on, and one of my partners, uh, Ray Yu, um, we're diving into cannabis marketing. We know oh, that, okay. that, that market is going to You know, I, actually, and- I remember seeing you guys were working, speaking of franchises, with some sort of cannabis franchise but it was before yeah. legalization so i don't know if anything happened. yeah before that. and during and they ended up selling for 50 million we should have <laughs> took steak but we didn't <laughs> yeah so not too bad yeah, yeah. um huh. wow so yeah he's actually one of my partners now in in we're growing like a different agency uh nice oh okay so, yeah so so not yeah i like mean a sister agency for this yeah for yeah. sure that's super exciting we're getting traction in the states uh, haven't fully launched yet. Uh, he's down there right now, but it'll. So I think it's it'll marketing come to, to the states. Is that uh, marketing for cannabis brands in okay, all, in all areas? It. Yeah. Okay. So because it's uh, not really it's not universally legalized in the states, yeah. right? There's no, only no four states or something. I think Three more than that. Sort of, yeah. I think it's about four now. But Maybe uh, more. there's so much branding and packaging and when edibles comes into play the, you know there's just so yeah. much awesome design work we can do in Almost this in this area yeah and positioning and marketing and yeah. influencer marketing yeah because there's a lot of um laws around where you can't use say. facebook or google to or whatever the case is to advertise so yeah. you can't just run ads for your you know shop or whatever the retail store yeah so using influencers <laughs> is the way to get the word out too. interesting uh, or or celebrity um yeah yeah do you, do you have to get do you have like a lawyer in house or, or do you have a like we have how a, much would a lawyer come in to 
I guess we have a legal a legal partner. Yeah, yeah, that would okay. be so. If you were hmm. coming into play and you wanted to uh, find out what you can or cannot do in that sense, there is uh, we have a source for that. Yeah, yeah, interesting. yeah, 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 for sure. We would like be a vertical solution for everything you need from, you know, raising funds to finding retail locations. Um, our team comes in in hand with the website branding, mm-hmm. all the marketing, all the aspects. Yeah, uh, it's super exciting. It's hmm. something we're it's all really we're excited about. Yeah, it's definitely a big big space for sure. Yeah, it's- yeah. You gonna partner with Dan Bilzerian or something or what? <laughs> he has a he has like something now. A couple companies, really. Yeah. yeah, I've yeah. never seen. A that. lot of people are diving into that. Yeah, I know it's trending and so on. But yeah. we found that yeah. when we looked at the market, especially dealing with we were dealing with a couple um, growers and a retail right now, mm-hmm. there is a need for a centralized point where they can call to do their design work. Yeah, and to it's it's less like how it was before, where it's very gray black market it looks like xyz you know yeah now they're really wanting a polished corporate front um mm-hmm. and that's true where we can really yeah, help yeah, them definitely. i believe that's yeah. really cool yeah so when you're looking to hire somebody at your your firm yeah do you look for past education or do you look for like self-taught in the words press space because i mean i mean a lot of people they go into that space they start building websites and all like yourself pretty yeah. much and like all of a sudden Three years later, they're super they're popular. Awesome, right? Yeah, they're like yeah. super good at it. So and... at 12 Creative, what I look for mostly is not even any of that first in terms yeah. of like their skill level or, you know, their education or anything. Mm-hmm. I want to get to know the person first, their mm-hmm. personality and what they're capable of and can they grow as an individual, mm-hmm. right? You might have the best fucking like programmer out there who just <laughs> can't get along with the team, can't yeah. get along with you, right? Yeah, yeah. That's horrible, right? Yeah. Um, and, and vice versa, right? So what we look for is someone who can play with other kids, can get along with everybody, <laughs> but also has like the potential and want and want to grow. You know, they want to grow themselves, right? They want to mm-hmm. get to a better place and they're willing to work hard to get there. Yeah. Um, that's what I look for first. It's a personality type, yeah. right? Then the other stuff comes into play. And then answer your question, education is great, right? We, mm-hmm. we know if they have formal schooling, that's great. We have a lot of uh, Grant McEwen, uh, you know, uh, students that um, graduated come work with us. Yep. We have a U of A and we have a Nate as well too. Um, they're all great in their own ways, but when it comes to let's say design or program, whatever that may be, um, I also look at the, what their portfolio has and what right. they can bring to the table. Yeah. So it's yeah, a good definitely. mix, but we have a good mix of every kind of individual, right, mm. as well too. Mm. So we have marketing grads from U of A that have no design experience but know the communication side of things, sure. right? So. Yep. Um, hmm. good mixed bag that's really cool yeah but the, yeah. the people come first so I truly believe it's uh, what makes us as a company different than others and mm-hmm. what we put into it and if they're happy and they're growing then our clients will be happy they'll, they'll do good work right nice mm-hmm. creating yeah. that good work environment is the most important thing yeah yeah as a leader, it's something to really like look into right it's the the whole chemistry of the team and making sure that people you know they're they're not butting heads too much and for all that. sure yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's really cool yeah I, also I literally think... play HR role 24-7. <laughs> you know, it, it's yeah, weird like that, but that, that's what's most important, I think, to, to growing company, right? Oh, so the people have to yeah. be happy. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah, certainly. Well, also, I think where Josh was slightly trying to lead with that question is, is we have a little bit of a great debate going on with some of our friends because <laughs> Josh and I are obviously, like, you know, we went to university and stuff, but we're more of the mindset of, like, self-teaching. It's not just about where you went to school and that sort of stuff versus another part of our crew of friends is very like all about where you went to school and right. 
being higher educated and stuff and mm-hmm. yeah so that's kind of a I have a friend who graduated from U of A as an engineer yeah has an MBA from York University I think yeah uh, somewhere yeah, yeah. Uh, also and then also has a law degree from Northwestern okay then moved to New York and has another degree there for something he specialized in from using all that yeah so now what he's three degrees down with one master's you know yeah uh, living good life now yeah, yeah but of course but uh and then i would be like 10 12 years of school yeah. Like, yeah um and there's a place for that for what you want yeah. to do and then mm-hmm. there's people who i know who have zero to no education and literally kicked out of high school and has built super successful businesses and is mm-hmm. super happy i think yeah. the measure is not the education or yeah. where they are at life or what possessions they own but yeah. how happy they are yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's very good. That's very wise. So <laughs> that's gonna be a sound bite. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. yeah, yeah. But it's what you like to do, right? Oh, 100 percent. I have friends who are st- literally still in school now in their thirties. Yeah, because they love that. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, I don't know how much further you can get. I think uh, you know, doctorate or whatever, whatever's yeah. after that. Yeah, but they love that. Probably, and the they peak, love yeah. passing on the knowledge to the students they work with, uh, and they're still students themselves, and mm. that's what they like to do. Yeah, so that works for them. Yeah, yeah, whatever works for that that person. Mm -hmm. I think that is success at the end of the day. Is like, are you enjoying what you're doing, and is it making you, you know, like, find who you're supposed to be or whatever it is? Thousand percent. If that's Mm -hmm. if that's what you're doing, then I would say you're successful, right? Where I think some of the, and maybe it's different now than before. You know, I grew up in a household where they were like, hey, you know, we worked so hard to get here to Canada. We didn't have a chance to be educated at university, and we're putting you in this great environment now. And I'm very, very fortunate. When I was young, mm-hmm. right? I'm the only child too, so oh, okay. too, yeah. Um, and they're like, you have to go to university mm-hmm. and be uh, whatever that is, right? Yeah. And yeah. I never went to university. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, come on, right? you yeah, know. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, but they're really. My parents are awesome, and they're not. They don't have. Yeah. They don't put the pressure on for anything. But there's yeah. some families uh, that really no matter what you know where they come from really focus in and when you go to school you're going to be this and you're going to go to university and you're going to be this and yeah you're going to join this you know and that's like mm-hmm. fed into them since they're younger yeah. and maybe maybe that changes the mindset right yeah so yeah i think we're just of the mindset that there's so much good coming up the internet that if you really want to learn something you can do it yeah like if you, you put, learn python just like that oh it, yeah it yeah. is kind of the thing like yeah. you, if you really want to get into something i mean there's a course or there's a video somewhere out there that yeah. can teach you, right? So. Yeah. We're actually getting into a little bit of education at 12 Creative, too. Okay. Hmm. Uh, in terms of uh, small business education, um, we find, like, people in the, like, real estate, home builder, restaurant, or just small business in general. Mm-hmm. The question we get asked the most, they come to us, like, how do we grow our business or make, get more customers? Right. That's ideally everyone. 100%. That's what they want, yeah, right? That, there you <laughs> so, go. Yeah. Instead of having individual conversations like the phone calls I may have with like you or somebody else, yeah. Yeah. I want to package all that information up into either an online course, and mm-hmm. we're working on packaging this up to like either ebook or online course right now, cool. uh, where people can just make a small purchase, download it, and mm-hmm. take it again. You know, we have all that information with the roadmap right there for you, right. and now we can s- and sell that and market it to the rest of the world, mm-hmm. not just local. Right. And there's going to be yeah. someone around the world who's going to want that piece of information right so yeah yeah yeah. spreading knowledge definitely yeah yeah even just like putting like going back to what we're just putting things out into the world i'm even just like writing a book and just putting it out there and seeing what happens right yeah why not right yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. but education is literally everywhere now like some people just watch youtube videos get educated about everything right you know 
uh, entrepreneurship. You can watch anything you want online. Yeah. 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 The different differentiator is do you take action? I think. Hundred percent. Right. There's that sound bite right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 It's like, I mean, you can sit and watch videos all day long, but until you, you know, write the code or talk to somebody or go market yourself or yeah. whatever it is. People ask, like, why do you give away so much free content to some of these people I follow, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and even, like, I literally see some guys that give the formula of, this is how I did this, yeah. mm -hmm. and this is how you should do this. Yep. And other days, people are like, why would you give that out to the world? It's like, listen, <laughs> I don't even care. 99.9% .9 of the people are not going to actually take action on this, so it doesn't matter. But mm -hmm. good for you for the 1.1% that does it, right? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. 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 And then, you know, it's a surprising thing where it's, like, and it's so interesting and almost seems like fairly counterintuitive, but giving out a lot of that free content, free information, like will actually be get you a lot of business. I, I think it is. is what I'm yeah. told. You can probably you probably can attest more directly to that. For sure. Giving value out there, yeah. right, yeah. Is, is is important, right? Mm -hmm. Well, if people see you as an authority on marketing or yeah. real estate or whatever yeah. it is, right? Yeah, it comes right yeah. back. To if you. I was doing free content. Uh, and I, let's say I interviewed a lot of people in the in the game, let's say agents, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. And I'm putting together lists of top ten things these top agents in the U.S. or Canada are putting out there as content. Mm -hmm. Or I have the number one as a mark. Let's say I was a real estate marketing company. I was at the number one real estate marketing like blog or whatever that may be because I'm interviewing agents. You'd come to me, mm -hmm. right? So you'd watch the the content and mm -hmm. and when you're ready to, let's say I'm selling real estate websites. Yep. When you're ready to pull the trigger, you're like, you know what? I'm probably going to use those guys, right? Yep. So there you it's, go. it's building that authority, right? Yeah. yeah. Just giving good value out to your customer, you know, mm -hmm. is, is very important. Definitely. Are you familiar with like um, uh, DigitalOcean or any of those like... Hosting company? Yeah, hosting company. So what yeah. they do is write technical blogs up the ass all day long, technical blogs on how right. to do this, 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 and this. And I mean, you end up on their page because you're like, how do I do this? And yeah they have the authority so then all of a sudden when you go to need a hosting company you trust them there you go you build the trust already right yeah, yeah. so I thought that was really good marketing on their part yeah because they just do it all over the place yeah. when it comes to that yeah giving value out for free is good right mm -hmm. yeah yeah hmm. making people laugh is also good yeah <laughs> it's it's they say the formula is like entertain, educate, inspire, right? You got to entertain too. Yeah. Mm. The, yeah. The yeah. attention's got to be there, right? Yeah. Just be like, yeah. This is how you do yeah. it. Online. <laughs> Online 90 of the You know what? Console. Like, I don't know much about this. Have you guys watched those ASMR videos? Oh. It's literally like that, right? <laughs> <laughs> or they're like eating oh, into yeah. the mic or Just something. Just nice, like super, it's like 20 minutes of eating like one chip. I don't know if that's gonna make no, sense. Really <laughs> Maybe a little bit. How does that? How does that get a million of views? Tell me. I know. Uh, Do you know what? There's a guy in Edmonton. I want to say he's a buddy of one of my friends. Yeah. You know what he started doing? Was he started reviewing like the worst restaurants <laughs> and started and started making YouTube videos. Did he about piss people them. off? He did, but he yeah. also got a ton of views on. It. Right. Because he would go in and just like. He would review McDonald's, for example, right? <laughs> right? And he would just, like, take, oh, these chicken strips or whatever and just go super in-depth yeah. about it. Like That's hilarious, This is a guy from Edmonton. That's hilarious. Yeah. And we need to follow this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'll go find this, yeah. his name and everything. Can you put in the show notes after? Yeah, yeah. We'll, sh we'll, sh we'll show him out. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, like, he would go, like, 20-minute video and, like, you know, like a five-star review of <laughs> McDonald's or whatever yeah. it is. And I was like, that's super, like, out there. 
But it's yeah. that's that's how you get noticed. Side note: Did a homeless bum end up robbing you at McDonald's too? <laughs> in Montreal. I throw that in your face all yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah. In Montreal, bro. <laughs> yeah. So I don't even know if I actually told the full story. Yeah, the, you sort of. The machine. Did. Yeah, the, the machine. machine. Yeah. So he tricked you with the receipt. Yeah. So he stole my like nuggets and like burger and like I don't know. I think it was like thirteen bucks worth of yeah. McDonald's, which is it's a pretty good McDonald's order. Outsmarted you. Yeah, he outsmarted me. <laughs> He was super drunk. That's how smart I am. Yeah, outsmarted me. <laughs> so you didn't take the receipt from the thing, is that what? That's what it is. Yeah. yeah. So I did. I've never used those machines yeah. before, right? And it was like, oh, you need your receipt to prove that was this was your purchase. Yeah. And nah, I forgot it, or didn't even know that I needed it. And take the receipt. And he was like, buy me a Big Mac. And I was like, no. He I showed could, you. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So he's, he takes my receipt, he's like holding it hostage, yeah. and I'm like, ah, whatever, buy this guy a Big Mac, and then he just takes my bag and yeah. walks out. I was like, oh, interesting. Well, try to be a nice guy, yeah. and this is what happens. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we got to find this uh, that one guy who's reviewing restaurants. That's but you know what, it's really yeah. against the grain, right? It's, yeah. That's funny, it's, I like that. There's a market for everything. <laughs> you know what's funny is, have you have you ever read uh, Grind It Out, like Ray Kroc's book? No. Found in McDonald's? Yeah. So, uh, like if Friggin' Ray Kroc. Yeah. It's actually Steals really... All it's, it's an excellent, excellent book. But one thing... And the book was written in, like, the 80s because he died in, like, 1989 mm. or something like that, yeah. right? So, yeah. it's re- so where the book ends is decades ago, right? But it was talking about how he built McDonald's to what it was at that time. Right. Mm. But it was really interesting because they actually pr- were proposing doing, like, automated counters in, like, the 70s and 80s. Oh, my God. And then he's really? like, no, 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 like a big part of mcdonald's is like the, the host or hostess yeah, 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 smiling yeah. Yeah. at you taking your order yeah we'll never get rid of yeah. that and then obviously now we see the yeah. big screen things it's, oh, it's not that i don't want to see the hostess or the person smiling yeah human interaction is definitely key yeah but yeah. what people like these days is less friction right so oh, if i can just walk right? up to that thing and just be like this and be done yeah. or i can literally do it on my app and then yeah. pull up to the you know yeah that's yeah. just so much easier yeah but people like that yeah if, the if there's thing that for humans to be lazier we like that oh well, right oh, that's yeah, a, yeah. the convenience yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah. the convenience I mean, keep talking i'll just have to click the thing over here oh, uh ambulance ride yeah from the mountain to calgary and all the bumps and everything along the oh, way oh it yeah. bruised it worse yeah so what you can't hate on calgary now Yes. You know what? I've, I've never been one to hate on Calgary. You like the flames? What, I don't uh, mind them. What? <laughs> wow. So would there have been any reason they wouldn't have air? No, I don't like the flames. Oh. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, if there access, was right? Maybe just access, timing access. If it was really what if bad, the was like, or if there was a more serious yeah. injury, right? So if there Which was, like you'd a, probably be hard pressed to find. I mean, if there's a huge I mean, car crash, not or something, to play yeah. fucking a contest of injuries. <laughs> yeah, yeah but, but I mean, if there was if there was yeah. some like car crash or something like that, that probably would have taken them out of. But it was like a, a Saturday morning at like nine a.m., so it wasn't. You know, it wasn't well, yeah, like it was like your first run. What, what happened? What happened to that? You took a fall. You hit something, or yeah. So I, um, how I tell the story is there was like this this lip. And my friends, like, took the lip and kind of went off to the side. They yeah. veered off to the side. And I decided, I don't know, I just hit it full speed and went left instead of right. Right. And it was a drop-off and just came down, didn't land properly. How land. far is the drop? Like 
Like, are you used to those kind of, like, are you, like, I, I mean, I, you could take a drop, like... Yeah, like, I've snowboarded before and yeah. done that sort of thing, and, like, you know, but mostly in more controlled environments, yeah. more so, like, the, the park or yeah. whatever, right? Not, uh, in the middle of a mountain, right? Yeah. And, um, yeah, just, I, they don't know how high it was. It's probably 15, 20 yeah, feet. Yeah, just bad or, land. Yep. And actually, what they think would happen, I landed on a tree stump. Oh. And, because there was not very much snowpack yeah. that day. And that compressed your... Yeah, and I and I sat down, and yeah. right in here is where it broke. Yeah. So yeah, feeling okay now. I mean, I can go to the gym. Yeah. I can lift more than this. Oh, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, quite, quite the story. Yeah, it's oh, it's, yeah, it's a it's a bit of a story for yeah. sure. Yeah. So what I've been doing with it now is I started um, just a clothing line, yeah. um, and what we're doing is every hat that we sell three bucks stars our ambulance everybody right. we sell five bucks stars our ambulance so, cool because i was like how do we get a hold of a hat we'll get one put in the office you know what dude i have one in my car nice there you go <laughs> awesome yeah. yeah yeah that's good yeah because i mean i figured you know what that was part of my story and you know, they helped me out and hopefully this can help somebody else out too yeah. and yeah so no, that's really awesome i yeah. like that eric was asking if uh, we've ever thought of getting sponsors for the show or something but i kind of explained our we shamelessly self-sponsor. I mean, I'd be open to it. I also was even thinking, speaking of random projects and ideas too, was doing something where like, do like a local business spotlight in the form of an advertisement as like a free advertisement or something. Hmm. Just to like kind of grow traffic to our channel. Just like this week we have... Linwood McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, exactly. Or like something. this week we have 12 creators. Yeah, something like, like that. Where like I kinda, and then kind of like a more formal ad read within that show. Like hmm. it doesn't have to be related to the guest necessarily. And then I was just kind of brainstorming what that would look like. And then. But it would give you like more notoriety like in theory you, in theory it's right? like do you want to sponsor this episode and it's like yeah just well you could do it. it for a while like you said yeah. at, at no cost just yeah. to feature local businesses mm-hmm. and that takes you know, if your audience is okay to that right then yeah. you can slowly that's maybe. a really good idea yeah 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 was, do you tell them the white out idea too oh yeah we had the brilliant <laughs> idea of like because we want to do more like i i don't know i kind of look to like barstool sports a lot just because that's so popular with like right like our age group right yeah. as a whole and but uh, some of their content is really awesome, and they're about just like putting it out there and having all these channels. But anyways, I wanted to thinking like specific video pieces, and we're like, let's do like drunk white ab interviews. <laughs> yeah, like so like go down there with a the camera, and like one of us be the host, and like have like a microphone, and then just ask people like deep like, pressing questions. Deep yeah. pressing questions. <laughs> you said one the other day. You're like, what do you think about the escalating? tension in hong kong or something oh, yeah. or like something like that yeah like yeah. you know heavy world events yeah exactly i don't know we, we were just bullshitting with our one friend the other day and, yeah so that could be a spin-off of this yeah, something yeah. like that yeah like a like a not like a related but not related show i don't know yeah. i just thought that'd be funny <laughs> i mean it's, get... it's interesting because you think that you don't want to be asking them for money or product, whatever that may be. Yeah. But really, you might be giving them a lot of value, right? Mm-hmm. Because yep. of, you know, your niche group of listeners, right? Yeah, when you think of it, it's like... Yeah, like it could be a pretty hyper-targeted... You know, we had a really bucket valuable. of Popeye's chicken right here, you know, only... There you go. That yep. yeah. they get 
camera yeah, yeah. Well, we yeah, could eat the chicken camera. after you know? there you <laughs> go. Camera, yeah. like, we get value <laughs> they get value yeah. right yeah. yeah very true yeah hmm. yeah i need so, to i don't know that crossed my mind the other day and i kind of want to brainstorm on that a little bit further that's a good yeah. idea i like that yeah. okay well i'll start contacting popeye's chicken yeah. bro yeah. <laughs> <laughs> something like that maybe yeah. we'll do a review of it on the podcast yeah, <laughs> yeah. i was gonna i was gonna say i'm gonna get super philosophical for a second here but it, it life just seems to be constantly like putting yourself out there and seeing what happens i don't know if you both kind of mm. i'd say so i've come to like that realization it's like yeah you know it's like well i guess it's the more opportunities you take whether it's like personal business life yeah. etc kind yeah. of thing and even if it's something unconventional yeah yeah i think it's uh, again yeah, the risk it's what you put out there mm-hmm. and what energy you put out there and what t- things you put out there that yeah you know we don't know that me coming on here because i said you just messaged me i said sure why not let's do it yeah, right yeah. yeah and i don't know what inclined you to message me you know what this could pro- like uh propel propel into something else that down you know exactly I yeah. those, when i look back at things that happened those little things like made such a difference you know i decided yeah. to call this one person and mm-hmm. stay in touch and all of a sudden 10 years later something you know you never know right yeah. is there anything that comes life, to mind for you life for is that? what you put it uh, yeah i'm gonna get deep here yeah, yeah. <laughs> especially well also because you're further much further along in your career too right okay so, so one yeah. that comes to mind not the bit not a business sense yeah so mm-hmm. my wife yeah says she accidentally mess accidentally added me as a friend on facebook okay right this is good. which is the truth yeah so yeah, yeah, yeah. or it is the truth she says it's true right <laughs> i was gonna say accidentally um, yeah <laughs> the, yeah the story was her and her friends looking up some guy apparently not me but same name okay and someone they didn't she didn't even know yeah. right were so, there mutual friends and stuff at least or were you like i have some mutual friends with her yeah yeah okay uh, and you know i'm not quick to respond to let's say these things I, I don't know right yeah if people are adding me on facebook all the time gotcha gotcha and i don't know the person i won't automatically add them right yeah um but just so happens months later i uh decided you know what i will message them and because someone told me about her passing a long time ago yeah uh randomly and then it came to mind I was like, oh she added me as friend. okay weird right so i'll just mm-hmm. message her sure a quick hey some friends of ours thought it'd be nice to like meet right yeah and she's like god i added this guy as a friend i yeah. didn't even know right yeah yeah but, you know, for sure now we're happily married expecting our first child in a few weeks and awesome. you know yeah so that's crazy i decided to just that's send that story. message out randomly you know yeah mm-hmm. so sudden, i can thank zuckerberg yeah. for putting this together for us you know like you know like um i mean wasn't that's that a ra- that's more a... or less the point of facebook anyway yeah, yeah like, just a random one day i was i remember so i just put on a tv i came home from a run or whatever i was doing work and yeah i think it was run and i just like on my phone oh you know what you know i decided to like you mm-hmm. know yeah <laughs> so i don't know take, so, take the chance i guess there's like little moral. chances you take that yeah. really change so the true. path yeah. of your life right yeah. and it's the people you meet or yep. you just never know right mm-hmm. no, most definitely. yeah yeah <laughs> you never know so, who knows a ceo or is gonna be your wife or <laughs> yeah. right or like, your best friend or yeah so does that, does that work for a story that's, that's a pretty that's, that's a pretty good, good one yeah. i think we were the audience will like that yeah, one you would, and a lot of business senses you know part of our thing with our with my team is that no matter what size of client you know whether they're just getting something really small or they're a big company a hundred million dollar companies right mm-hmm treat them the same across the board right yeah. we've yeah. worked with businesses who are super small who had an idea and then became massive right yeah. and because and Absolutely. then we've had 
opportunities where they we they separated as being client for whatever reason uh, could not be not because of us not because of them whatever happened it could be a decision from up top where they changed yep. management companies got bought out whatever they may be yes we never burned the bridge years later they come and call us and they've now they're now the CMO of some other company and yeah and nice. or they started something or they know somebody you know and it's not like we do this to get referrals right it's no. just I think it's just be good and just do the right thing the yeah. right thing is the right yeah. thing and that happens and yeah. you know like we stayed in touch you know you yeah. know and That's now awesome. we're here which is awesome so I yeah good to the yeah world. exactly right so I, I think it know. really works in the real estate game as well too right yeah oh absolutely mm-hmm. well a wise man once told me this guy here granted this was talking about like I'm girls and now. dating but he <laughs> yeah. said never delete a number <laughs> and that has like come so true where and in the real estate thing where like someone will call me like hey we talked on the phone two years ago or you came out and did evaluation or whatever i'm ready to sell now and you're like holy shit right like <laughs> your phone rings yeah. someday not expecting it at all right and yeah even i don't know it's you're good always to planting just have, seeds mm-hmm. yeah not touch but just you yeah. know that's what happens oh, right? for sure yeah, yeah. And, and also our city not that it should be any different but our city's so small yeah, right. I would say so. Yeah. One thing I actually, maybe you might know something about this, but one thing I kind of noticed was when I think the, like, I always call it like hashtag yag, like I say hashtag, right? Like, that it's kind of a thing. It's kind of everything's this. Uh... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, kind of a, it's kind of an organism in itself, the whole like yag thing and how it's like its own word and stuff. Right. Yeah. And I find, because um, when we first started the show, and Josh was recording out of Montreal. We tried to find, like, you know, there's, like, all the various YEG hashtags where yeah. it's kind of worked in different ways. Yeah, yeah, I tried to find those in Montreal, right? For one, the problem is a lot of hashtags are in French there versus right. English, <laughs> right? And then I was trying to find even Calgary ones. And, like, it just, as far as I can tell from an outsider looking in or even Vancouver, like, it's just a little bit less of a thing. Or maybe it's just, like, a an inadvertent branding it, thing where, like, YEG has taken on, a, like, a organism of its own right i yeah. think twitter started the yeg hashtag yeg thing yeah. yeah yeah and uh that grew to its own with other cities i think they have their own isms yeah versus yeah. like not using like the, maybe vancouver maybe van city and maybe yeah oh yeah, 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 yeah. Or the six the six for toronto six, or yeah. yeah versus where because our airport code makes a word right yeah so but yeah van city is kind of a thing yeah yeah i was gonna say the there's always gonna be some there, someone and yeah. you know ex, you know, Edmonton tourism for explore edmonton is, is oh, they right. yeah, coined yeah. it that yeah. and that's like it's a thing too yeah. right yeah do you need more water no i'm good okay yeah. i'm good yeah montreal doesn't have like its own like because they have like mtl and then it's like they have two airports but they also there. have two airports yeah. so it's like ymq and yeah. then like yml or whatever and then mm-hmm. it's like they can't. They just can't get their shit together, right? Is, yeah. <laughs> what brought you, know? you to Montreal? You were there for a short period of time and came back, or yeah, I was there for four months and I was kind of experiencing another city and like seeing if I could live there type of thing. Yeah, wanted to learn some French. I heard good things. It's actually the first time I'd ever been there, so oh, wow. I was like, yeah. you just moved there. Yeah, I went there with a, a buddy of ours, and he's still out east. He's in on. He's in Ottawa now. Ottawa. Yeah. But um, yeah, just I don't know. Great just, food, hey? Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, if if there's one thing that Montreal has, we smoke like, meat like every day when we're there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. The thing that I notice is there's so many, and this is good for Edmonton too. That I'm seeing there's a lot more of this too in our city. There's the mom and pop shops, and everything's so good because it's so competitive. Right, right. So it's like you could go into I don't know. There's a Lebanese shop just down the street. Amazing food. There was whatever 
just the other direction amazing food it's like you could go anywhere yeah and they have to be competitive right so that's we need, we need more of that here i'm seeing a little bit more of yeah. it and i think there is to a degree even yeah. in the last like year mm-hmm. i'm seeing a lot more of it but people but this ties back to the hashtag gig thing of like people kind of embracing those like local yeah. places and yeah i i mean it all even goes to like the social media aspect of it like wanting like there's the new ice cream place yeah oh, what yeah. yeah yeah what the hell yeah. is it called made by marcus yeah that is the one calgary one yes yeah. calgary place. yes yeah. thank you but i would just love to see more but there's know, another one in richie there, there is a kind ice cream right kind and richie. is it the one that's like really funky colors maybe that's that one is yellow okay oh yeah that one. that's on white ave as well further yeah. down and yeah. then there's and it's kind. like soft serve though yeah. is it not yeah, yeah. Oh, okay I'm yeah, learning it's pretty things. wild there's a few places to go hit up for I was just gonna say you know man like I would just really love to see more independent coffee chains like less Starbucks more independent mm-hmm. coffee yeah. chains that sort of thing yeah. and there's a few good ones in it. what's your go to restaurant we'll ask you both go to doesn't have to be Ooh. fancy or not just like okay uh, you go first it doesn't have to be of all time could be right now yeah in Edmonton. Could be chicken nuggets at McDonald's. <laughs> we've, so we've been talking that, a lot so about those. That shut down. McDonald's no, I don't just know. keep coming up. We keep right? talking so, about those a lot on this yeah. episode. <laughs> uh, gee, that's uh, man. That's a tough one, eh? Like I don't want to say like a chain or anything to you try could. to be cool, but <laughs> doesn't have to be. Oh man, I'm trying to think like a place I went to that I really liked recently. You know, I actually haven't been. I'll say okay. Or are you ready? Well, my go-to, just because, like, lock me up, but I enjoy it, is Cactus Club. <laughs> but a place... Oh, boy. But a place West I, End or downtown? Oh. oh. <laughs> I could flip of a coin there, but they both do for me there. So. <laughs> um, I like this guy for interviews. we got to yeah, bring him back. You're going to sit right here. Yeah, right. <laughs> Switch spots. Um we we uh and then another place I just went to recently that's new uh, that I really liked so just to give a random shout out because I can't think of another one uh, it was say uncle okay. it's like a burger place oh. but there it was really good where is so, that one uh, o fourth in one of the fox towers or something I don't know oh, I was there before. I actually have heard of that one Whew. have not no yeah it's a new like like it's kind of a burger place but also like pub sort of thing so. i just have to look up something it's, it's yeah. research keep going yeah. I, uh, yeah, uh yeah i used to be uncle. always i used to live really on 105 so yeah that was like my hood all the time 105. Yeah, okay but yeah. now i'm away from there and i don't know what's going on what, <laughs> oh, what yeah. part of the city are you living yeah, in now? Are you? i'm in prince rupert actually oh, okay oh okay nice. i mean you're not that's still yeah, pretty I'm nice still in central yeah. right so. central yeah yeah um yeah, yeah. Uh, i was gonna say woodshed burgers on 124 it's a new place. Oh, I haven't heard of that. That one's a good one. Just check out if you like burgers. Yeah. If I just say, like, I really like seafood, so Black Pearl's really good. Yeah. Um, I've only been there a couple times, but I did. Really I've enjoyed like it every single yeah. time I've been. And for, like, a landlocked city for seafood, yeah, that's where you oh, have to go. Sorry. Uh, it, also, to give a shout-out to a family friend, but a good go-to restaurant for, like, at least my family is Normand's, if you uh, guys Normand's. know that place. Yeah. I don't know. You know where it is. I know where it is. Yeah. I don't, have you ever Jasper? I have. Yeah. It's been a while. Yeah. It's good. It's a little yeah. bit of a more traditional classic style, but it's a family friend and it's good every time. Yeah. Good go to. and been around for a long yeah. time. Oh, yeah. 30, sure. 40, maybe? Yeah. Maybe? Something yeah. like that. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, like he knows us. He comes up, says hello. Like it's, I really enjoy that place. And like it's a little dated on the inside and stuff, but I That's don't know. That's part of that character. It's part right? of it. Oh, 
And now I'm on a train of thought. Yeah, I was going to say, he's got four now. Wow. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, Cactus You, you still put Cactus up here now? Or has he uh, Cactus is <laughs> still number one for this guy. Cactus no. is like, I would say that's more a go-to lunch spot for me. Okay. You know? But, uh, yeah, he always, he's like, you want to go for lunch? And I'm like, where are we going? Cactus. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Joe. Oh, fuck. Um, <laughs> Keep going. Camera's uh, no, dead. Uh, he's just going to replace the battery here. Pagalak. Have you ever heard oh. of place? Which one? Chinatown? Well, there's another one on the south side. Both, both of them. It's the same family. Yeah. They taste the same? I don't know which one. Do they yes. taste I, the same? Yes. <laughs> I've been to the south side one more than the other one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, the gentleman who started that actually used to work with my dad quite a few years ago. Uh, so also kind of a family friend. And, you know, that's just a place we like to go for really good Chinese, Vietnamese food. So. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. If I have to be a really fancy girl, I'll say Range Road too. Range Road yeah. is always. I've good. actually never been there. Really? Recently went there for meetings. Good. Yeah, it's yeah. Right around the corner from my office, right? So yeah, I guess. Eh? So I really like the like you know like farm to table like you know we're using local yeah ingredients and all that. I really like that sort of yeah. movement. So yeah, that's that cool. was that was big in Montreal too. Was the the local stuff? Yeah, and, yeah. You know, I think, and this is. Record whatever. I think Montreal is big cities. They have a lot of smaller spaces just for the history of time, right? Like, yeah, been around so long. Mm. Maybe we don't have as much of that here. We have more bigger square footage for like these. We don't have these historic buildings that have tiny squares. And I yeah. noticed how these mom pops set up in these little, yeah, kind of like Hole strata. So it's like, what is it? Like a commercial downstairs, apartment upstairs, right? Yeah, yep. And we don't have as much here. And that's where you find these like small, unique restaurants, right? Here. That's a very, that's yeah. a really good point. It could be actually. just how old the yeah. city is. Right? Well, yeah, where they have like. 200 300 year old buildings yeah. and then if something's from like the 1950s in edmonton and they want to tear it down people are like no the history yeah, <laughs> yeah there's a lot of history so. there but yeah. i mean there's so many neighborhoods too in mm -hmm. montreal and there's all like these individual like we do kind of have that in edmonton but in montreal it's very more segmented you have your little italy and you go there and it's yeah. just like you know incredible italian yeah. food and then you have your like whatever they and it's you know. Did you say your go-to? What's your go-to now? Yeah, what was yours? Yeah. You Are said. you done with yours, though? I'm done. You got more? Until I, <laughs> you know what, I'll have to sit on my hands if I think <laughs> of another one. I like I like Range Road. I like Black Pearl. I like, I mean, uh, Rosizado is a good one, too. Right. Um, and I'll give a shout-out to Beaumont, actually. Uh, characters out in Beaumont. Okay. You ever been? I haven't been. I heard good things. I what? would recommend. Characters? Yeah, characters. It's called. Isn't it pronounced Chartier or something like, like that? I don't know. What it? Oh, maybe it's really... not characters. Give me a second here. I might sound like an idiot on the podcast. That's not <laughs> the first time. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> that might be the one. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Wait, characters is the one downtown. Maybe that is the one that's downtown. Yes. Yeah. Hold on. It's Cartier or something like that in Beaumont because I had a friend who worked there. Okay, it's Cartier. There you go. There we go. Nice. Mm. <laughs> Probably characters. But I'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about characters. I knew what we were talking downtown. about, though. Yeah, character. Yeah. Yeah. You know the one that I've talking I've never about. been to that one in Beaumont. There's only one main street in Beaumont. Yeah. It's on the main street. Yeah. Whatever restaurant that is, go to it. It's a good yeah, one. <laughs> right now, I'm, I'm feeling, honestly, lately, lots Coliseum. Coliseum Steakhouse on 118. Okay. Edmonton Classic. I think they're around 40 years. Yeah. Have Col you guys uh, been? Coliseum, like, over by, uh, like, Rexall or by... Yeah, by Rexall. Really? Okay. Coliseum Steakhouse and Pizza. Huh. Chartier. Chartier. Yeah. Chartier. Yeah. That's Chartier. what it is. Okay. Yeah, just your typical, like, steak and potatoes, good pizza, like, that kind of, hmm. like... Yeah, but some of that, that's what, always the what, best. Uh, what yeah. street is it on? 118 Ave. So yeah, it's just, like, right... It with, or, like, right across close, from the... It's very close stuff. to, like... You know, hmm. we just came back from K-Days a couple of blocks away from, you know, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. 
Okay, yeah. cool. I think it's a really? Edmonton favorite. They have how, all the Oilers just like stuff all over the place. one you classic. stumbled upon, or how did you, um, did you go there as a kid? Or went something? out there as a kid, some family for a while, and then just re- more recently, like, huh. I've been checking it out a lot more. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Cool. It's worth the worth checking it out. And you'd see, like, all kinds of variety of people. It's a classic steakhouse, like Edmonton, you know? Yeah, definitely. And then another one recently, um, I won't, I'm probably pronouncing it wrong, I think it's called Bois Thai. It's behind SPK. Um, on Jasper, it's a Thai restaurant. Okay. Oh, okay. Just discovered that one uh, with family. Went there. Mm, might have to it's go fantastic. There. We yeah, actually amazing. we haven't. Uh, I haven't had Thai food in a while, but yeah. we used to get it as a family because my grandpa was a celiac, so he could have Thai food. But mm. uh, yeah, maybe we uh, need a boys there. Yeah. Yeah. Thai food. Yeah. Huh, yeah. I haven't had that in a while. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. What's the one restaurant that's in uh, Ellerslie, off like ninety first? What kind of restaurant? It's like same, very similar concept to Range Road, like farm to table. Woodrack Cafe. Oh, wood yeah, rack? that. Wood, no, no, sorry, Wood something. Not Woodrack. Wood, uh, I think that's something. Um, it was the one. Woodwork. No, that's a different one downtown. Woodwork. But, no, Woodwork is downtown. Um, no. The same guys who have that. I think his name is Paul, the sure. chef. He he had Woodshed. He's the one who created Woodshed Burgers. Okay. Yeah. I I'll, know where you're. De- de- you know it's in the Cool Shed workspace downstairs. Yeah. Yes. It's gonna really piss me off. Yeah, I'm gonna. It's gonna have the computer. Look it up. Don't worry. Because I've been there. That's also a great place. What's that called? No, wood, not wood work. He's he's gonna get it for us. But if you're ever in Ellerslie, yeah, it's like it's good. Yeah, Yeah. it's not woodwork because that is that's the one downtown. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Eric's right. Um, It's not a cafe either. I wouldn't say because Good Earth is there. Yeah, I wouldn't call it a cafe. I would call it a restaurant, and I would call it farm to table or something. I don't know. Google man, you gotta just look up those random yeah. words and see yeah. what happens. The workshop eatery? That is that's the, the one. one. <laughs> that's the one. There you go. The workshop. Yeah, workshop. Shout out. Yeah. Workshop. Yeah, it's yeah. really good. Gotta empty. hit that woodshed too. Same same owners. It's good. <laughs> it's good uh good place. We're putting this in the show notes. Yeah. Yeah. We're getting all the shout outs. Oh yeah, all these backlinks for these guys. So send them yeah. send them this podcast and be like first sponsor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I want to ask you guys more questions. I, I know you. Guys By all wanted, means, this is good. I Go want to know it, what your take is on real estate in today's market. Go ahead. Um, yeah. Uh, have your Have your five minutes of fame here. <laughs> so, <laughs> last question what, I have. In what you. way are you asking? I How's guess? the market? Is it hot? Is it cold? Mm-hmm. Is it not moving at all? Is it, uh, are, are you, are yeah. you doing phenomenal all day long, just crushing it? <laughs> Is it so, so, um, for me, number one, I mean, I always like to answer that question with a question of kind of like, what are you doing? Buying, selling, renting, investing, blah, blah, blah. But like end of the day, it's definitely a buyer's market for sure. Right. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's no, no secret. I think, I think most people know that about Hamilton and Alberta as a whole. Right. Yeah. Um, so it is a pretty good time to buy. Uh, interestingly this year so new listings like because where we were just getting killed in past years and stuff was like the listing inventory was so damn high like anytime you're trying to sell and stuff right so it was actually it's actually currently down about 20 percent over last year which is pretty good right so that just shows that the market's leveling out a little bit um prices are flat if not staying low kind of thing which is good for buyers obviously are we talking everything or houses or condos or I'm speaking kind of across the board, right? Right. Um, 
uh, that should be in theory reassuring to a buyer that like in theory we're probably at the bottom uh sellers like you know it sucks like it's not recovering anytime soon it's it's it it's not has the government changed or those like pipeline conversations mm. brought confidence to the market at all uh pipeline and government change i would say yes and not to make it political it's just right. a plain fact right um whatever government it is yeah, because yeah, of exactly. the change right yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. um we're just so driven on that, right? Yeah. Like, oh, absolutely. Alberta as a whole. Yeah. yeah. Um, for the government rules, you know, when the uh, stress test first came out, like I was really didn't like it. I thought it was very misguided, especially to do a like Canada is a huge country, right? Like in such unique markets and coast to coast, like it's it, it's almost silly to make policies for a country that's however many kilometers across right, right? it's different uh, everywhere uh, yeah to make a blanket policy right yeah um and especially to a market like edmonton that was struggling before that came in it just really hammered it yeah. sort of thing yeah. um but the goal of that was to achieve a soft landing in the canadian real estate market which it kind of did it's not like shit tanked overnight or anything it mm-hmm. was a slow you know like if uh, you know Anyways, slow, comfortable, cushy-ish landing, right? Like, it obviously sucked in some smaller markets and stuff. And Yeah, the plane didn't have, like, one landing gear, but they still landed it. Yeah, you know, you know when they have to, like, land in a river or something in an emergency <laughs> or whatever, yeah. right? Yeah. It, it, in all seriousness, right? And that was the goal of the federal government. You know, they effectively raised interest rates without raising them. Yeah. Um, and it's very easy on the other side of to, it to look at it and be like, yeah, they sort of accomplished it, I guess, but it just felt so misguided to base a Vancouver-Toronto policy for the entire country, right, right yeah. where things were hurting. But it was probably good in the long term just for, like, not allowing the real estate market to artificially grow while the economy around it is shrinking. And, right. Uh, we don't want to have the U.S. to yeah. have to us, right? Exactly. So, yeah. end of the day, in Edmonton, like, I would say buyer's market recovering it's going to be a long time before we're even in like a balanced market so it's going to be like still a buyer's market so sellers it's still going to be kind of tough but it's also there's also kind of micro markets within everything right um obviously condos have taken a bit of a shit in the lake right mm. uh <laughs> single family homes is usually pretty safe uh we're definitely like People a commuter in lakes where do you what do you guys do like, um, and then uh like something like row houses and duplexes is actually like growing a decent bit right. give or take over the years just because of the stress test people can afford less yeah not everyone wants to live in an apartment style condo so yeah. Yeah. yeah i mean the problem too is like for me i have to remember to look at it in the more grander market kind of thing and review the stats and all that stuff because this whole time like as a realtor uh and in any business like as you do it more you're there's a snowball effect right like it just happens right so my business is continuing to grow personally just because i have more past clients bigger book of business um so people are still buying oh yeah yeah, absolutely yeah i would say so end of the day you do have to pay to live somewhere right so if and there's no perfect time and then also if you're moving within the same real estate market it's a net zero effect right exactly so if you sell when it's really hot and then immediately buy like it's a wash if you Mm -hmm. sell when it's really low and immediately buy it's a wash right so So maybe what we need here in edmonton is a kind of like economic boom where a lot of 
you know, looking back where a lot of people came from out east to work here and now they need places to yeah. live mm-hmm. so yeah. we have something that drives people here to move here and yeah one comment and, and work right yeah. and one, yeah. one comment i'll make is the construction that they're doing like they're building a lot of towers and stuff yeah but they're also like building an inventory too yeah so that's not necessarily the best way of going about yeah creating excess inventory exactly see right? yeah and then i you know it's cool to see and like ice district has come a long way and you know it was something that was always kind of like this pipe dream sort of thing and stuff but when you yeah. think about it like it's been like what five six however many years and yeah. it's like now it's arguably done like it's jw cool. opens this week i think oh yeah really yeah. nice yeah. nice yeah. i think i read so, that the other day so <sighs> Yeah, I don't know. Edmonton's not really a build it and they will come type city for that sort of thing. But, you know, it's just interesting for me trying to see and get some insight or predict or figure out where where the real estate market's going to go just because millennials are buying so much later in life and at a much lower rate and aren't as, like, keen on home ownership for a lot of lifestyle reasons, like wanting to travel and all mm-hmm. that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like... How will that take shape as we have Canada's aging population? Those people are looking to retire and downsize, but the next generation isn't buying homes yeah. as much. So that could be interesting. When I was too. in my early 20s, mid-20s, people were like, oh, you should buy your own home, buy your own condo. It's almost mm-hmm. like an accomplishment right. in life. Yeah. yeah. But now when I talk to a lot of young 20s uh, and some people on my team in that age category, they have no interest in... They, the thought of buying a house anytime soon or buying condo mm-hmm. didn't even cross their mind right yeah mm-hmm. it's completely different yeah it, it, yeah it's it, it's the maybe in an affordability issue but i think it's kind of like more the social generational side of it of yeah. just f- focusing on different priorities right so yeah i'm sorry to totally hijack the question but i can talk about this till the cows come home yeah. so it's really no, it's good <laughs> yeah. yeah most definitely yeah. I was gonna say there's a lot more like investment minded too. So like maybe instead of buying a primary residence, you're looking at buying an investment property or something. First. I think we'll see a lot of people doing like either the shared room things, right? Like where you like rent a couple rooms to friends or whatever, mm. or uh, a lot more basement suite kind of things. And then a lot of invest, I foresee like a lot more um, investing for the sake of Airbnb. Like it's, Mm -hmm. will that ever be a mass adopted thing? No, probably not. But it's kind of a little niche and there's people doing well with it. Some people have some good businesses just running on that, right? Yeah, exactly. Right. Because you make, you make some pretty good money in like a weekend, right? Like you rent it out a couple times a month and you make more than your rent would be. Yeah. Right. Granted, there are some Airbnb horror stories, but generally speaking, people treat them a bit better than like they treat it more like a hotel than like a rental sort of thing. So review system. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Peer review social social proof social yeah stigma right they, so. did, they did a good job with that mm-hmm. but yeah they they don't really care about like as airbnb as a platform they don't really care about the landlord or the tenant they just want to make their cut though <laughs> that is the thing right yeah for sure so it's kind for of sure. i don't know it's an interesting concept for sure there's a lot of rentals in toronto that are like straight airbnb there is a lot of articles coming out that there was like of the total rental pool it was something like 15 or 16 percent of it airbnb wow so it's like it is a five zero 15 16 oh okay yeah so which is still a high percentage it's a very high percentage yeah yeah. so yeah i don't know it's interesting because we're also like the rental generation and 
now Edmonton is building more and more like purpose built rentals. Yeah. So I see that a lot more. And yeah. it's that makes it hard for a landlord where you just own a condo and try to rent it out. Like when you you're competing against a big company who has like eighty units to rent out yeah. and they can give incentives and free TELUS for a year and all that stuff, right? So But are they doing more purpose built rentals because they can't sell them? I've seen some also, towers yes. downtown that are <laughs> yeah. they're, they're they're built for the rental purpose. Yeah. yeah. But I think what they're doing is renting it out and hopefully selling it all to a Then they sell yeah. the... Yeah, we actually entity. just talked about this with yeah. a, another friend of ours. But yeah, yeah. that is, the goal often is to sell it off yeah. to like a REIT or whatever. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, so I guess that's a business in itself and you're just identifying a, yeah. a need within a market, right? Edgewater is so. a good example. The two towers off... Uh, the East End of Jasper. Jasper? Like yeah. The Fifth That's Jasper. a good example yeah. for sure. Where those Who's were... Those guys? Those were who? They, yes, that was a developer. Yeah. But yeah. it was slated to be condos yeah. originally and then the economy kind of fell off the bus so they switched right. it to a rental, right? So And there's a few... Not every single one of them is that, but there are a handful of notable projects where it changed halfway through. I would say pretty much all the big buildings going up recently. Well, the two in Ice District, no. But I mean... Yeah. You're thinking about uh, there's Hendrix, there's McLaren, uh, or what is it? McLaren. McLaren was supposed to be condos, but yeah, I don't think the Hendrix was. I think Hendrix was always that was always the plan. I could be mistaken. Same developer as McLaren and Hendrix, so mm-hmm. I don't know. They also know. bought the land for the McLaren like ages ago. Because speaking of Normans, he used to own uh, the Glenora Bistro that was in there. I went and, there once, and, and they shut it down two and, weeks later. Yeah, and then they he sold it to whatever developer, right? <laughs> and he's like, who the hell's going to buy all these damn condos? And then he was right. So, right. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, it looks like they're making some nice buildings, too. That right? building's yeah. going up fast. Yeah. So it'd be cool. I mean, it's nice to, as, like, a young professional or a young person just to have that option of living in something, like, new that's nice, that's cool and trendy. Yeah. And, like, it's not What they have in big land, cities now is right? coming here, right? Yeah. Yeah. Dare I say we're almost a big city, yeah. <laughs> right? Because, like, almost. you know, however, in, in, like, Vancouver and stuff, it's not, like, those aren't new ideas to, yeah. to do that. Those anymore. condos are very Vancouver style, though. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like, yeah. What we need like, here is concierge, right? Like, we don't have that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe one building. Yeah, yeah. I think the Pearl has it. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. But when I see these things, my the buddy's Mayfair places, has, like, a concierge. They're pretty concierge. awesome to have someone at the front. Yeah. Yeah. Your packages get dropped off there, yeah. you know? Yeah. Pearl's a funny building because there's like nothing else nearly as tall near it, so it's kind of like out of place. Yeah, I don't know. It's cool. Uh, <laughs> it's an interesting one for sure. Yeah, it's interesting to think. Um, I've been on that roof. Oh yeah, nice. <laughs> How'd you get on the roof? Is there a story behind this? Uh, my dad's a like he's a. It's not a super cool story. Oh. Yeah, it's not. He owns he owns <laughs> a mechanical <laughs> firm that uh, <laughs> yeah. they're looking at quoting the building, so okay. went yeah. through all the equipment and yeah, everything. There's some but. nice. Uh, Penthouses, sub penthouses in that place. Oh, yeah, it's pretty wild for sure. Yeah. What about? Do you follow the real estate market much or not? Uh, yeah, I have. A, you, I have interest. You yeah. did sell a condo, if I'm not mistaken, a few years ago. Right? I did. I ended up selling a loft actually. Okay. I tried to sell this loft for a while. What building? Uh, the ten. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah. a pretty interesting building. Hey, like there's not a lot of truly loft style condos. Is a is a rent out office yeah. building yeah. twelve foot ceilings, concrete around it's uh, a cool building. i had a corner it unit it was pretty cool yeah. 1400 square feet yeah um i ended up having to reno it and then and then it sold so okay. oh okay yeah uh, like just update some stuff or yeah update like it was a matte black ceilings and like dark floors and when i bought it i was like this is awesome I like this place. <laughs> yeah but that's not where things are now right yeah, so right, fair enough right. um 
we, I ended up painting the whole place white and made a very New York style white, all white, oh, look, nice. white kitchen nice, and everything. Nice. We redid the whole kitchen to be an awesome, fantastic kitchen, right? Yeah. Um, and then it sold. <laughs> um, yeah. Cool. <laughs> but cool. I had to put that investment into it until it sold. Yeah. Until it sold. Yeah. So you live, you live in a house now? Yeah. Okay. We, we end up uh, gutting an old house. So, nice. Yeah. Oh, awesome. That's yeah. cool. But uh, it was nice living downtown for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Did you I know, saw, how I did saw you... Edmonton grow from, you know, before. Yeah, how long I want to say there? I watched Epcor Tower come up, so that's quite a bit ago. Yeah. Oh, damn, really? Yeah. Actually, I forget that tower is moderately yeah. in the grand scheme of things. It is. Yeah. It's a nice tower. I was there, there for an event not too long ago. It's, yeah. it's pretty nice. Yeah, yeah. they do 2011? I don't know. You tell me, man. Mm, yeah. Ask maybe, this guy. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy to think, yeah. like, you know how, like, well, Manual Life's obviously an older building, but, like, that used to be the, the highest one. Yeah. And now when you see, like, I remember specifically looking at the skyline and, like, seeing, like, Manual Life being so tall and finding it to, you know, coming back to this dirty word, a little inspiring just to look at, like, <laughs> yeah. skylines. I, I don't know. I kind of do. And yeah. now when you look at Stantec or whatever, you're like, yeah. Manual Life, right? Like, yeah. I love downtown. Yeah. It was yeah. growing and it's the market was there and it was, like, turn of, like, the things that were happening downtown. Now it's just so... Well, that was a disaster zone with all the construction, right? But yeah. it, it will be better, right? And yeah. it's getting better. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool yeah. to think we were actually, um, I was having this discussion with someone because we were talking about uh, the Legacy, which is on 105th across yeah, from... I have a friend that lives in there. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. an older building, I want to say 07. And if you think about it, like, because it's a tall building, but it's not like as grandiose as much as yeah. the new ones. But at one point... That was like the tallest thing around there for a couple for yeah. several years, right? So it's kind of crazy to think that was like a fixture of yeah. the downtown skyline at one point. We were going to be so the far. downtown boys. Oh yeah, as the, as the team, <laughs> that we, wanted, was, uh, we wanted to focus most of our efforts on downtown. downtown. Yeah, well, doing the condo game. Team. And, yeah. Luckily, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I mean, it, it's cool. It's a niche. Yeah. There's not a lot of space for more than a handful of agents yeah. in it in Edmonton, but yeah. it, it's a tough market. Yeah. Or it. It, it ebbs and flows a lot more than other things, I think. Yeah. yeah. Right? So. What I like, we talk about Edmonton being small, big town, right? What I liked about it is that it's 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 growing, yeah. and it's small enough for, I think, and it's not that we can in other places, we're able to, like, make a change and a difference to create an impact in the growth of the city. Yeah. Right. Hmm. Wow, that was very you insightful. Can, you can <laughs> contribute however way, but yeah, you know, like, I'm not saying you can't do that in New York City, right? No. But yeah. we're like... Right. Are you going to be enough to like you yeah, know see like, that part of the? Are you going to be Donald Trump? It, yeah, it, probably not in New York, but I mean, you could probably build a building here. Yeah, I guess. Hey, right. Yeah, you know, so, yeah. so you can make things happen here and change the landscape of Edmonton for years to come. Yeah, that's why I like it. I was born and raised here, right? Mm-hmm. I was actually going to ask in, you about that because you said your parents came over. Yeah. So you were born here. So I was born here. Yeah. Uh, my parents came over. I was born here, uh, the general downtown actually. Nice. Yeah, and. Uh, at when I was like, I want to say four or five, my parents were actually working in Papua New Guinea at that time. Okay. So huh. we're an Indonesian family. Yeah. They got oh, okay. shipped to China. Yeah. And they ended up making their way to Hong Kong. And then they ended up buying a business in Papua New Guinea, which is a growing economy at the time. Yeah. Not the safest place for a child, which is still not a great place for a uh, child. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, I spent a couple of years with them, that four, five, six, you know, and then I came back here. Uh, I did my like kindergarten, say kindergarten grade one there. Then I came back yeah. here for grade two and, and onwards. Nice. And my parents eventually joined. I was with my grandparents. And they came back and gotcha. Joined here, so yeah. Nice. Oh, so okay. born and raised. Cool. Yeah. 
Awesome. Yeah. Interesting. Have you done much traveling in Southeast Asia? Or? Uh, I have ish. Uh, we when we go to Indonesia, we go to Bali for a stop usually. Okay. My mm-hmm. family's from. That's the big one these days yeah. is Bali. Yeah. It yeah. is. Uh, we we've gone since I was like a little kid. Yeah. Um, so been around Indonesia quite a bit. Yeah. A few islands there. Yeah. Uh, but do you speak any of the languages? Speak or? a little bit, little bit Indonesian, like what, like. In the household, I get a lot, you know, yeah, get yeah, by yeah. in the household. If I was to be dropped there, like I can get by for sure. Mm-hmm. I can get yeah. by if I was dropped in Jakarta and I need to get around, I could get yeah. around. Okay. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, like because I lived in Papua New Guinea, we went to Australia for vacations, yeah. went to Indonesia lots oh, really? and cool. Singapore lots and uh, just because everything's yeah. so close. There, yeah, right? yeah. It yeah. yeah, it's really cool nice part, part of the world for sure. I'd yeah. love to see it. I know the hard uh, part of Edmonton is it takes so long for us to get anywhere. Right? Yeah, 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 it is. We're pretty spread out. That was sure. the one thing I liked about Montreal is that it's a hub. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. or you have JFK. 45 minutes from it yeah or, or toronto see that's right? the cool part is yeah the like the densely populated areas it's yeah. an hour flight to get to like yeah. another cool big city you can go to new york yeah. for the weekend and come back 100 percent. Right? Yeah. yeah that was the cool part about yeah. it for sure yeah. you know uh the bali thing because more people from here are going there yeah. but i have some australian friends like that has always been like their mexico their, yeah that's yeah, their so, place yeah. yeah 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 absolutely but you know why a lot of people are more going it's instagram it's all this <laughs> travel bloggers. <laughs> conversation comes full around. circle. Yeah, full but circle. that's what it is, right? Yeah, like yeah. it's uh, all these travel channels that play travel. like tropical house music and show chicks diving into the pool and stuff. Yeah, waterfalls yeah. and yeah. Uh, infinity pools. And <laughs> you and could rent like, this mansion for nine hundred dollars. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But it's it's a beautiful place. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Cool. food's amazing. Beautiful place. I like going there. Yeah, hmm. it's cool. It's funny you mentioned Singapore. Because supposedly the next Singapore is, do you remember like taking a, in social studies, talking about like Rwanda? Yes. Rwanda is supposedly slated to be the next Singapore. Like for like a finance tech From tax like, haven you know, Well, you know how like Singapore came up in like 10 years type of thing? Like yeah. it just exploded? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rwanda. Wow. Wow. Intriguing. I'd be curious to read more about yeah, that. I was reading something about that. And their their president like is taking the model of Singapore and yeah. just dropping it there. Huh. It's kind of central in Africa. Yeah. Singapore's too, so. been doing well a long time ago because it was a hub. Yeah. Right? It was yeah. an ocean hub where people could yeah. come in and out of from all over the place. Is Singapore There's... attached to Indonesia? Singapore's attached to Malaysia. Malaysia. Yeah, Malaysia. Sorry. Yeah. yeah, sorry. Yeah, and it's a country, a city, and a province and unto yeah, itself yeah, yeah. or four official languages in Singapore. Oh, right. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's yeah. very interesting. Yeah. English like is a really interesting place. Uh, uh, English, Malay, yeah. Chinese, yeah. I want to say. One of the Chinese, Mandarin, I think it is. Okay. And uh, I want to say Hindi or another. Yeah, really? Yeah, but isn't Singapore I can't remember, something like kind of weird because it's attached to Malaysia, but aren't a lot of the people ethnically Chinese or something? It's like a mixed that. bag. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's pretty really cool. interesting place. But, yeah. but English is like the first language, right? Uh, right. Yeah. Right, right. So when I'm there, you feel like you're in a North American city. Yeah. Just um, you can't first, chew gum. First world, but you can't chew gum. But really? Like, <laughs> why? And is everything it? is clean and you can trust everything because it's like, you why know. Can't, why can't you chew gum? That's against the law. Yeah. Is it like a disease thing? No, because they don't want people dropping They want people to spit oh, gum. Okay. They don't want, Their city yeah. is clean, like yeah. super clean. That's really? what I heard. Interesting. It's... um. Having lived in Hong Kong, right? Yeah. Like, so, because it's similar where it's like a city, state, yada, yada, yada. But there's a, it, it's not like, like, Chinese is still the primary language, correct? Right? Like, yeah. I haven't lived in Hong Kong, but yeah. been there quite a or bit. been there, sorry. So, yeah. So, 
they I think Cantonese is their primary language. Oh, okay, yeah. But uh, since China's growth, yeah, Mandarin became like the primary like strength. Okay, yeah. 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 So my parents, when they lived in Hong Kong, they said because they came from, they're Indonesians that went to mainland China that went to Hong Kong, so they already like people are like look down upon them completely, okay, yeah, right? Okay. Yeah. But like. Yeah, that when you speak Mandarin there, they look down upon you. But oh, now okay, it's yeah. the reversal, yeah, right? It's the uh, reversal. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. I mean, right now, yeah. whatever's happening there, it may not be <laughs> the case, but yeah, yeah. In, in general, mm-hmm. yeah. It, yeah, it's just, it's interesting to know that Singapore is like such high English fluency, right? Yeah. So, but it's a cool city. Yeah. Definitely on the really list. Cool. Yeah. yeah. They have the only, the only night race. Do you, do you watch F1? Formula One or anything? I was there when they were wrapping that one up. I think oh, okay. it was pretty cool. I had some cool photos. Yeah, yeah. they only um, do like they do the only night race, right? So it's the only race. Yeah, like at night. They got night safari there. Maybe they like things at night. I don't oh, know. Man. But it's well, I mean that that's it's like a city that doesn't sleep, right? Yeah, all the, all the lights and all that. It's so it's super modern city just in the middle. Of the, I like it. Yeah, yeah. I've heard really. They got the things. nice infinity pool at the Marina Bay Sands. Have you seen oh, that? the three ships? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard good things, so that's pretty. You gotta go. Yeah, I was gonna say that's my that's, that's my so criteria nice. for going somewhere. Yeah. So yeah, hey. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. We're probably almost at two hours. Yeah, we're we're, oh, we're in uh, hour forty five. Should we, wrap, should we for, wrap this guy yeah, up or, we or we like yeah. Up for, yeah. yeah yeah yeah? Let's yeah, do I think it. So. That's good. Well, where can we find you? Yeah, Eric, on all, all the, the typical, socials and all yeah, the typical people... question. Yeah, find me on Instagram. Search Eric Chang or E underscore Chang. Twelve Creative, Twelve Creative Co on Instagram. Yep. It's our company and uh, Puff Creative on YouTube. Go get them to do some branding for you. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Thanks so much, guys, for having me on. It's oh, super fun. Fun. It was this a really conversational style and we dove into all kinds of. It. Yeah. Yeah. It's different. It's different for sure. Yeah. Like yeah. Going for it's it. cool. So, yeah. I, it, Less what? pressure and stress. That's oh, for sure. definitely. I think so. The first which, guy is, we, which is good. I was going to say, the first guy we had on the podcast, he was actually so nervous. He's like, what are they gonna ask yeah, me? Yeah. Well, like, then no, also, <laughs> <We're> so just... <laughs> like Josh would like invite someone on, and they'd be like, "Okay, yeah, sure. Do I need to prepare anything?" And he just like wouldn't really answer them. <laughs> yeah. So that's why I kind of <laughs> like to give points. this feel like, "Hey, like it's conversation. Like you don't really need to bring talking points. We'll just kind of flow about whatever. Yeah. Yeah. M- maybe we'll gravitate to like your field naturally, right? Because yeah. we want to know about you, right? But yeah, if you want to come talk about a cheese sandwich, like." do that <laughs> spaceships whatever yeah, spaceships 100 yeah, that's cool yeah. and yeah, i like how we had interview questions for us too, that was so. good that's, uh, yeah, that, that's... future guests yeah take note there you yeah. go <laughs> yeah awesome thanks guys yeah, yeah take thanks. care awesome. thanks see ya Ooh, thomas let me have the mic for this one on the outro so here we are if you like the show and like what we are doing you can find us at the long and hard podcast.com Or is that longandhardpodcast.com without the the? No, the. (laughs) Okay. You could also find our other shows on there too. The Invictus podcast, my podcast, and Thomas's podcast, The Millennial Homeowner. Uh, If you like this show, please leave us a review on your respective podcasting platform that you are listening to this on, if it allows you to do so. And do also remember that Thomas and Josh are both real estate agents and licensed in real estate in the province of Alberta and are not intending for this podcast to solicit any people under contract. Also, don't be stupid. The things that we say on this podcast are not legal, medical, professional, or otherwise lifestyle advice. 
consult with a professional. I think that's all that I have to say, right? Yeah, that's about it. All right. We'll see you next week on the Long and Hard Podcast.